Yo, 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 skirt bag. What is up, my dude? I could have actually went with the Star Wars one on this one. Uh, Mandalorian comes week? back tonight. Oh. <gasps> <gasps> Season three starts tonight. <laughs> I uh, forgot about that. Like, I knew it was coming out on March 1st. And then today, halfway through the day, I realized it was March 1st. And then I saw uh, an ad on Twitter for Mandalorian Season 3 and immediately got so chubbed up that I flipped my computer over. Like, my wiener got so hard, it hit the middle of my laptop and just went flying through the air. Kicked my laptop. Um, Do a kickflip. Yeah, dude. Are you caught up on that? Have you seen all the way through season two? Yeah. You are? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I remember the last episode of season two, though. I was too drunk when I watched it. Remember? We talked about this. I was too drunk when I watched it, and I don't remember the final episode of season two. Oh, my fucking God, dude. It's like the best hour of Star Wars since, like, 2003. I'm telling you, it's so fucking good. I almost I cried when I watched it. Maybe I'll throw it on tonight while I'm waiting for our fucking shit to process to post it. But you probably should, not. But maybe you should watch. You should definitely watch the end of the, that over again before you start the new season. Factual. Sure. But now, I mean, well, here's the thing. Lex doesn't watch Mandalorian, so I'm cool. I don't have to watch it with her. But like Last of Us, like we started that together, so now we got to watch it together. And because she works nights, like it's tough to find time. How many uh, episodes of that did you get through? Two. What'd you think? Pretty good. So far, so good. First episode Lex doesn't was a like banger, how gory it? it is, but it's. <laughs> I feel like the storyline's like still developing at this point. Oh like, yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, we're on after the first episode. I was like, uh, like I understand what it is only because I've talked to Johnny about it, but like otherwise, I wouldn't know exactly what's happening right now. Yeah, you'll. uh I think it's the third episode actually that really like gets into like the good shit. And honestly, the girl that died, the little girl that dies, Sarah. Yeah, that's like the main character's person that he watches. I don't even know their relationship. Uh, that was his daughter. Oh, that was his daughter. Yeah, so his yeah. daughter. I expected her to be the main girl character, not this fucking invincible chick. That's how it is when you play uh play the game too. Like that's yeah. the whole that whole first episode is basically just the monologue of the game. Mm. Not um, bad, dude. I mean, it's it gets pretty good. fucking. It gets good, dude. I think episode three. Does is it get tear Does it get more gory, gory, um, or less gory? Because you know, Lex, she gets bad dreams and shit. She's so, like, I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. What happened? I, I, I had been. We're on like episode seven, so I don't, I don't even, even know, remember dude. what happened at the end of episode two. Like, what? Where'd you leave off on? Um, I don't know. Did you leave off on with uh Joel's um? Like, wife slash girlfriend, where she, like, with the yeah. grenades? Yep. That's that already happened. Of, yeah. So that's the end of episode two, where she, like, gets bit, and they're trying to get through, like, that uh that bank house slash area yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that big-ass house, and then they run out, and then as she's she sacrifices up, herself. she, like, yeah, they douse the joint with gasoline, and then they blow it up yeah. with nades. Yeah. Okay, dude. So the next episode that you guys watch is going to be, like... I'll say this: It doesn't get more gory. Like the gore stays about the same, but it's like every episode, every week, you're just like, dude, this can't get any more depressing. And it just like it's like if you're looking for a happy ending in this story, you're not gonna get one. Okay. Like episode three is a really good like love story, but like it's like awesome Romeo and Juliet shit. Here's the thing: I won't relay this message to Lex, and she doesn't really listen to the pod anymore. So I think this is all falling on deaf ears because I'm gonna watch it regardless. I mean, I'm, I'm throwing that bitch on. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, dude, 
the story is about living in a post-apocalyptic like zombie world. Like there's no yeah. happy part of that at all. Um, I was just thinking about how like I was just like oh like we're kind of headed to a fucking post-apocalyptic world. I'm terrified <laughs> about about where our world is going, dude. I've been seeing all these things. So they have these smart cities, right? And you think like, oh, they're fucking, you got like Alexa built into every home. Like it's like, you know, smart technology. No, like it's an acronym. And I don't know what they all stand for because I don't, uh, like I don't retain information that well. Uh, But the first one, surveillance. And it's basically like these crazy surveillance cities. Like, oh, you're always being watched and everything that you watch is like, or everything that you do is like monitored, right? And they're gonna track everything that you do. And you can only travel like for fifteen minutes a day. Um, and like you can only travel for fifteen minutes a day, unless As like now. for work, for work, like fifteen minutes there and back. Oh, unless I mean, you have I don't like a special permit anyway. Right? Okay, but like they're gonna like watch everything that you do, and if you exceed that, then you're gonna be in trouble. It's bad boy, you can't do that. And then. I don't know. You probably like, they're going to be like, oh, now you can't get fucking, you can't get something, right? And they're going to be tracking like what you eat and all this shit and like your carbon footprint. And dude, it's just going to be so bad. And on the World Economic Forum's 2030 agenda, it's like you can force residents to move from polluted areas where there's polluted air or water. You can force those residents to move because it's not safe. So now they have to move to these smart cities where they're going to be constant under surveillance, right? And then this just happens to go hand in hand with all of these fucking environmental disasters. And like, I, I won't name them all, but like East Palestine being the biggest one, right? And like, there's a bunch of other very similar environmental disasters that have been going on that are just dumping toxins into our into our world. And it's like, oh. Okay, so the only way we can get our residents to for we only, the only way we can force them to move to these fucking smart cities is if their air and water is polluted. So fuck it, let's let's pollute it for them. Like I don't know, dude. I am terrified. I mean, dude, it's kind of scary because you see all of these like movies that we've watched for the past twenty years about like. Like, if you've seen Ready Player One or, like, all these, like, not post-apocalyptic, but, like, kind of what you just described, how, like, society in today's world is kind of moving towards that, like, everybody's in one area, like, just compact, like, living on top of each other and, like, your basic duties, like, all, like, AI and robotics have taken over all, like, the important jobs of society. So now, like, humans are just doing, like, the most basic of jobs and you just live for, like, yeah. like that episode of Rick and Morty where the aliens invade and, like, Jerry's, like, making money doing, yes. like, on pills yes, and stuff. Yes, yes, Like, that shit, the, dude. The pill salary. Yeah, dude. Like, as much as people like to laugh at Rick and Morty, like, a lot of the theories and, like, episodes and concepts that they're based on are, like, scarily Not pretty accurate. Right, right. Um, yeah, dude, it's scary. And, like... They had the people who fucking tell you what's healthy and what's not healthy. They got these new fucking rating systems of what's healthy. And guess what's at the very bottom? The very bottom. The least healthy thing for you. What? Just take a guess. Uh, Sugar. No. Beef. That's the least healthy thing the for least. you? That is the worst thing for you, according to this. You want to know what's at the top of the fucking list? What? Lucky Charms! <laughs> Dude! What? Yeah, what? You thought that the fucking science, well, maybe not you, but I thought that the science during the fucking COVID, all the COVID shit and all the vaccines, I thought that science was a bunch of hooey. 
Oh man, that ain't nothing compared to this. <laughs> you got fucking Lucky Charms and ultra processed bullshit that like we now know like makes us super unhealthy and it's super inflammatory and it's like, you know, driving the obesity in America at the top of this fucking list and you got beef as the worst thing for you. It's such bullshit. And like people think that it's bad for the environment to eat beef. But it's not. cows be farting. Like cows that's be such farting. A, that's just like such a like dumb like theory like way to say. But you that know it's what's bad way for worse for the environment? All the airplanes flying over our heads. Yeah, all the airplanes. Fuck. But when it comes all to the farming, fucking, all the monocrop uh, agriculture, where you just fucking take land and you're, okay, I'm just gonna grow one crop on this land for fucking acres on acres on acres. Yep. That's not good for the soil, and that's not sustainable long term. Right, like the soil's gonna dry up and it's not gonna be able to produce what you want. What you really need is like regenerative farming where you have uh you know, cows they're hanging out and they're fucking shitting and whatnot, and their their poop fertilizes the grass that they eat, but it can also be used to as a fertilizer for the rest of your fucking vegetables on you know, the other fucking portion of your land, and then you have chickens roaming everywhere that are just fucking picking up your scraps and shit, and it's but circular. Why? Why isn't that the way things are done, though? Is it because of money? Like, is it just too expensive to do it that way? Or So, I think it is because, like, we have different companies that, are, that do different things, right? Like, you have Purdue, and they make chicken. And that's it. They make a fuck ton of chicken. They do all that shit, too. Like, they, there's, like, Purdue Pharma and shit like that. But right. they make chicken, right? And then you have this other farm over here. And they grow cattle and they they fucking sell beef. And then you have this other farm over here and he's a corn farmer and he sells corn. You know what I mean? So instead of having every farmer doing a little bit of everything, we have each farmer doing all of one thing and like specializing. And I mean, when you got to feed 7 billion fucking people in the world or whatever we're at these days, I mean, it's tough, right? Like you got to produce a lot of food and like the best way to do it is like, okay, like we're really good at fucking growing a shit ton of chickens or growing a shit ton of cattle. But the thing is like that, like that style of agriculture is like, that's what is ruining the environment. Dude. I just don't understand how, like for so long, I feel like our whole lives, like climate change and, and global warming has been an issue. And I feel like we've really made like no progress on it. Like, there's been no large changes to, like you said, like, the agricultural aspect or cutting down. I mean, cutting down on, like, emissions through, like, cars and stuff. But even, like, having electric cars is just as bad as for the environment as gas, right? Like, the mining for the batteries is just as bad. The mining for the batteries is, like, the worst part. That's so carbon intensive, right? Like, you're going to have to have your electric vehicle for so long. And, like, Tesla just recalled over $250,000 fucking cars. 250,000 cars. Sorry, not... The dollar their automatic driving shit was fucking up so they had to recall over 250,000 cars and oh like God, you dude. better fucking be like taking those batteries out and putting them in the new shit right because like o- otherwise what are you gonna do with them like just put them in a Dump them out or yeah like i feel like it's just irresponsible consumerism is honestly the biggest thing dude what do you think it comes down to just like having too many people on the planet I don't like know, having, dude. Having I think it's... Produce, is it that, or is it, like, capitalism, where it's, like, everybody I think just, it's like... not capitalism, because I'm a big fan of capitalism. I think we're ca- without capitalism, we're fucked. 
but I think it's the greed within capitalism specifically, right? Yeah. Like it's the greed that capitalism produces. You're not going to be like a South Jersey farmer, right? Like, oh, that's not good enough. I need to fucking produce all the fucking shit for all the people. All, and it's yeah. like that crazy exponential growth where you want to be like the leader in the world or the leader in the country. Like nothing is done at a community level anymore. You know what I mean? Like every, right. even like your local, uh, what what do you call those? Like uh, grocery stores. No, oh. your local grocery stores, right? What is in local grocery stores? Unless you're like at a very niche like mom and pop bodega type like, joint. Like the bodega we have down the street. There's right. like that's, no corporate. That's local, that's local stuff, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's like very niche and like you're not going to find that very often. And also right, even, the, the thing about that is everything there is like three times the price of what you can get. Everything's more expensive. Line. Everything is more expensive. And that's because it's there, there, there are better margins when you can mass produce things. So then you mm-hmm. can sell them cheaper. Right. And like, even where I grew up, very rural town right like very small town redneck shit we are grocery store um new egypt marketplace that's it it was i mean it's now owned by iga but it was originally just new egypt marketplace and but they always had like um like you know the big you know purdue chicken and all the other shit like it was just, it was just like a regular grocery store right it was basically like a shop right and right. that's just going to have all the big corporate name brand shit down every aisle and none of it is like homegrown or done locally anymore yeah i mean i feel like it just comes down to like those big corporations being able to afford like to have their product on the shelf you know what i mean like homegrown farms can't afford to have like all of their products in the main shelving of of every store like exactly corporations and they pay for that primo spot like you know fucking lays is paying for that primo spot at the end of the aisle to put some of their fucking chips there so you fucking oh man look at this two for five doritos right here on my my way down i wasn't even fucking gonna get doritos but look at this two for five all right i'll take four yeah i call those the yoink aisles where you just walk by it and you're like ah i wasn't gonna buy that but i'm yoinking that bag of doritos i now when I go shopping, I really try to stick to the outside, right? The outside, that's mm-hmm. where I want to be. Walk in, the produce is on the outside. You got the meat on the outside. Like, all the things that's in, like, the fridges and freezers and stuff. So going back, to the, going back to that list of, like, healthy things you were talking about, do you think the reason meat is on the bottom of that list is, like, because they have an agenda to get people to eat less yes. meat? Yes. I think it's just the agenda to get people to eat less meat, which is ridiculous, bro, because, like, so it's a little complex and I don't know all the science, so I'm almost hesitant to talk on it, but I'll talk on it anyway, because I'm a fucking knucklehead. I mean, we're not claiming to be scientists. Um, we're just having opinions. And so let's say you could get the same amount of protein from an eight ounce, uh, you know, ground beef patty that you get the same amount of protein in one cup of fucking beans or some shit. Right. The thing is the beef or the protein and like a lot of the other nutrients that are in beef or in real fucking food, there are, it's called the term is bioavailable, right? They're much more bioavailable. Like they have a much higher bioavailability than plant-based alternatives. That, like that's just like a known thing. What does and that bi- mean? Bioavailability like, is-, is that's like our body's ability to process it and break it down and actually absorb it. Okay. 
Um, Makes sense. So like, even if there are the similar, you so let's say you can get similar nutrients from a plant-based alternative, which, okay, first of all, don't buy plant-based fucking fake meat. Cause that's literally terrible for you and for the environment. And you're not as virtuous as you think. Um, right. but like, even if you were to be like, all right, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat soybeans, right. Um, instead of, instead of beef, that's, I'm going to replace like that. Right. You would have to eat so much more to absorb the same number of nutrients, right? Like, so even if you think like, oh, you know, it's fucking the same amount of grams of protein per serving, not really because your body can't absorb it the same and your body doesn't process it the same. And it ends up as a different enzyme or a lower enzyme once it's digested in your gut. That makes sense. So like, if does, you, right? if, if, yeah, if you like, if you eat a shit ton of beans thinking it's like the same amount of protein you have in beef, like, Half that stuff you're not your body's not even absorbing or digesting just because of it's, it's not. Wow, never fucking knew that. Yeah, I mean, dude, you're never. I mean, speaking personally, like I'm never gonna stop eating meat. Like I just, I'm no, I love it too much to you know. And I hate that's like, like all, that's like all I eat these days. I try meat and fruit. I try to just keep meat and fruit in my diet and really nothing else. And I try to keep out all the processed bullshit. I mean, dude, we have some like form of meat in every meal we eat every night dinner whether it's like fish chicken turkey beef like yep literally every night i can't tell you the last time we had a meal that didn't include meat in it yeah to some degree my like ideal daily diet right and i've been pretty solid at this over the past couple of weeks you know i it's i'm not perfect every day and like sometimes we have leftovers so i'll eat that instead but what i try to do is wake up hit the gym and then when I get home from the gym, two eggs and an orange. I accidentally bought, bought blood oranges. I mean, they were just labeled as they're, like... Blood oranges are kind of flames. Yeah, they're not bad. I mean, I don't think that they're better or worse. They're, they're like the same to me. Uh, I don't really care for the... Like, I don't think they taste much different. Um, but they were labeled as just like navel oranges. So I thought they were regular oranges, but they weren't. But two eggs and an orange, right? And then I'll have my protein shake sometime after that in the morning. And then I'll do... At lunch, an eight ounce patty. So I'll just like, you know, thaw out some ground beef at the beginning of the week. And every package of ground beef is a pound. That's 16 ounces. I'll just rip it in half and make two patties. Right. Um, and then I'll eat that around like lunchtime. And then after like an hour goes by, I'll still be a little bit hungry. So I'll usually I'll have an apple. And then for dinner, I will do a meat, sometimes a veggie. And then, like, sometimes potatoes. I think potatoes aren't great for you, but they're not terrible either. So I like to do, like, roasted potatoes. And then just a whole avocado. And then a mango, whole mango. And, like, that would be, like, a perfect day's diet for me. Do you have, for your lunch, when you eat the patty, like, do you you make, like, a cheeseburger or hamburger? Or do you just straight up eat the meat? Like Just the meat. Just you make, you cook the patty, and then you're just like, all right, let's go. Yep, and then I just bite into it with a fork. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining you like one singular patty of meat on a plate. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why that's so funny to me. But I mean, they're thick, bro. They're, you know, they're like an inch high, and they're pretty big around. They're eight ounces. It's a fat patty. Yeah, dude. But then it's like, I'm not getting the fucking processed cheese, and I'm not getting the processed fucking bun that's in the starch, and like all the starch and shit like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. everything is just so processed these days, and it's all processed, for, for the most part, with some kind of a seed oil. And seed oils are like the worst thing for you. Like, 
they're, they they make you so fucking swollen and like it's they're so inflammatory it's unreal that's what like so my whole like year my whole like goal for the year obviously is to, like just have like a better health and fitness diet so like when i'm in the gym dude the main part of my body that i want to change is like my core area and my abs and like cut down my belly which i feel like i've been doing like very slightly like i feel like getting like abs like your abs back and like having like a just like a really healthy core is like 90 percent diet and it's like oh it is well I've here's tried, the thing i don't know you what to do to like train. that doesn't work that's not a thing that's fake news you can't yeah. do sit-ups to lose your belly it's right. all it's all diet and the only way to lose the weight is to be in a calorie deficit right so like you know eat less than you're burning that's the only way right. you're gonna lose weight Right. And it's not like, oh, I want abs, let me do sit-ups. That's not well, how it's not works. even it's not even necessarily that like I want to lose the weight. It's just I want to like tone what I have already. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm I'm not like overweight by any means at all, but like I just want to be more toned than I am now. Which I I have been for the past like almost three months I've been back in the gym and I definitely see like some differences in like my shoulders and my chest area and a little bit of my core, but like I just feel like getting that tone, yeah. like core and like ab, is so hard, dude. Because it's like if you're not like stuck to like the strictest of diets, then it's pretty basically impossible. Yeah, and that's why I'm not chasing abs. Um, I am chasing mobility and like functional fitness, right? Like the ability to move my body and like move my joints in like much significantly larger ranges of motion than what i'm currently working with <laughs> yeah isn't it wild how like i mean we're not even old we're 26 27 years old but like isn't it crazy how even just like five years ago you felt like so much younger like physically dude, so much younger and dude it's because i live such a sedentary life now you know what i yeah, mean like, yeah like like back in the day i would sit in a car go to work sit at the office go get sit in a car go home you know what i mean right sit on my fucking ass and play xbox and now it's like same deal, right? Like I fucking sit at a desk all day. I mean, I stand, I try to stand a lot now um, and kind of like stay active and like, and like move around. I low key want to get one of those fucking walking pads to put under my desk so I can just like walk it's all just day. Just like walk, yeah. Um, But they're low key bread and that's not something I need to invest in right now. Yeah, I uh, I definitely need to do a better job at, like, moving around during the day because when I start my day, I'll start up at my desk and then I'll, like, move bounce around to different spots to, like, because I can't sit in one spot for more than, like, three hours without losing my yeah. focus. Well, that's so, good. Like, I don't really have that luxury because, well, I mean, I guess I do because I could if I wanted to, but, like, I have multiple monitors set up, you know what I mean? Like And, like, for me to work with just my laptop is, like, pretty hard, yeah. See, it's that's just what, so booty, dude. I know. I mine, I can work like I do most of my work like just on my laptop because I like to, you know, I'll sit outside for an hour if it's nice, or I'll go down yeah. to the kitchen counter and like while I'm making food and work from there or, or do that. But like, dude, I just can't like I, I sit for too long, and not only do I start to feel like unmotivated, but like my body starts to get sore, and then. I'm like, ah, I'll so, get all my, like, movements in during the gym, but I just feel like it's not enough sometimes. Yeah, it's not. You got to move more regularly than that. I have um a little calendar that I built. It's for Monday through Friday, and it has, it has, like, four mobility drills. It's, like, or four mobility, like, sections a day, right? So I have, an, it says 8 a.m., but really I do it at the gym, so usually it's, like, you know, 7, whatever. It's, like, my morning thing I do at the gym before I work out. 
Yeah. Couple mobility drills. And then at noon, my goal is to like walk Ben, do some mobility stuff while I grill that burger, right? Like that's an ideal fucking lunch for me. And then I have a three o'clock, like, all right, I'll take, you know, five minutes to do this fucking, do these fucking mobility drills at three o'clock. And then end of the day, five o'clock, like I'll, I have like another two. Right. So that's kind of like one way that I'm trying, that I was trying to do it, but I just finished this book. Um, highly recommended, especially like in today's climate and like the world that we live in, it's called do nothing. Um, it's really good. I, so I've been trying to read a book a month. That's my goal for this year. Read a book a month. And I, I did, I read never finished in January fucking banger. David Goggins is an absolute savage to the utmost degree. Um, I don't think anybody will ever out savage that dude. Um, he's the one that runs like marathons on broken ankles and shit. Yeah, like crazy ultra marathons. Uh, he broke the world pull up record for like most pull ups in uh, 24 hours. Um, he is like the only dude that is like a graduated Navy SEAL school, graduated as an army range, like ranger school. Like he's like the only one that's in like multiple of those like special force things because they're fucking hard and people only want to do one and then they hang their yeah. shit up. And he's like, fuck that. I'm literally chasing the most insane person of all time that's what i want to be known as and i think he's got it um but so i finished do nothing that was my february book and the whole thing was about like how we've got all these inventions to make us much more efficient but it's in fact made us less efficient and our production has pretty much stayed the same and like our lives are way worse because of it right so yeah like Think about like grandparents back in the day, right? You see fucking anything from like the 60s, like the book mentions, like your grandparents were like chilling in their yard, right? Like bullshitting with the neighbors, like, I don't know, hanging out. And like, we don't really do that anymore, right? Like, I don't fucking know no. any of my neighbors. I don't know my community mean, at all. Dude, like, just even think about like our childhood. Like, kids like don't go outside oh, and yeah. play anymore. Like, play every time I walk past a playground now, it's like desolate. Yeah. I love it when I see people outside. Me and Lex always comment about that whenever we see kids outside playing. Um, but this girl's a little bit older. She's like our, our parents' age. Her son is was a freshman in college when she wrote this book. It's a couple years old. Um, but just like everything, dude. She's like, dude. We're, and also a part of it, I was I was baked. And I'm trying to start journaling more. And I was like, oh, I had a high guy thought. And I was like, no, nah, I don't need to write that. And I was like, you know, stop being a fucking bum. Just go grab your journal and write it. Um, <laughs> So I love I, like these internal battles you have with yourself. That's dude. That's really all it is. It's just like, like I know what I want to do and I know what's good for me, but I don't always do it. Yeah. I feel that hardcore. Um, and I think that's everybody, right? It's like, Oh, I should, but uh, eh, I, I got ah. some bullshit excuse on why I won't. Right. Um, so I got my ass up, got my journal and I'm writing in it. And I was talking to Lex about it yesterday uh, about what I wrote. Cause I'm, like, it's always like random high guy thoughts, but they're always pretty insightful. That's why I feel like they're important enough to write down. Obviously. Right. I, I want to share them with people. Um, and this one was like how technology has like just brought us such an immense pressure and like almost like we feel like we need to be like more. Right. And like, just, and just like thinking about like back in the day. Right. So let me give you an example. Um, somebody texts you. I don't. You don't just want to leave them on red, right? You almost feel obligated to text them back, right? right? And like now, like if you like, you're always reachable for work, just like an email away, just boop, okay. And like you're always like expected to be able to respond and shit like that. And like 
you're always expected to always be available. And like, that is so bad. And like people work crazy hours and shit. Tangent. I got to stay on, stay on track with my thought. Um, And then the other thing I was thinking was like, dude, back in the day, like way back in the day, like human nature, like way back in the day before mail, you only talked to the people that you knew. Yeah. Right. Or and like then could get in contact and then, with and then physically. People that you could see, right? Like I had to at least, or, you know, maybe I can't see you, but I can yell and you're close right. enough that I can yell to you. Somebody within the earshot. That's like the furthest <laughs> person away that you're talking with before mail. And then mail comes along and you can do mail. Right. But, um, and then, you know, but now think, now think about where we are. Then it was like, I mean, okay, dude, like, I, you and I came out. like, I need your phone. You need to give me your phone number and I need to remember it. So I need to be able to call, call you up. Right. Or I need to just have right. it memorized. And now we have a cell phone. So I got fucking people who I haven't talked to in so many years from high school that are in my contacts still. Right. And it's like, I don't even need their number, but I don't delete it. Because, oh, what if one day I need it? And I won't, but right. now just a text away and then take it a step further. I could find random motherfuckers on Facebook and Instagram and just, you know, send them a message. I don't even know them well enough to have their phone number. And I'm expecting one-on-one conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. And you're expected to respond. And there's a lot of pressure there. And like, but like now think about the evolution of how quick technology has evolved. Right. And like humans don't evolve that fast. What, how have humans evolved in the past fucking 500 years? Barely slightly at all. Barely dude. Evolution takes thousands of years. Right. But like our technology has like thrown us into like such a different world and we've just kind of like adapted to it. Um, and I don't know, dude, it's just like crazy. Like we're not living the way that we're supposed to be. Um, but back to the book, a big, a, a big thing was like, you're not productive if you work more than like six hours a day. Like if you work for like a couple hours, take a break, work for a couple hours, take a break, like work for an hour, take a break. Like that is like peak efficiency. Like, and like, you kind of have to force yourself to do it. And I'm trying to do that. Right. Like I've got, so I, you know, I, I just finished this book. So I just had this idea the other day, perfect day schedule. Like about six, hit the gym, start work at eight, work from eight to like nine, nine 30, somewhere around there, nine, nine 30 phone down, like step away from my laptop, go make lunch, go make breakfast, have breakfast, coffee right sit down chill the fuck out i've been doing crossword puzzles lately so maybe you know do one of those or something maybe sit outside if it's nice enough it wasn't it was too chilly today and then 10 o'clock go back work until noon noon to 1 30 walk bend mobility lunch 1 30 to 3 work 3 to 3 30 take a break bang lex if she's available right <laughs> go sit outside throw the ball to benjamin something like that right and then 3.30 to 5, work, finish my day, call today, and then we'll see what happens after that. Yeah, that's like peak ideal product- productivity, and like, I feel like. Here's the thing. I have to record 40 hours a week. So now I'm like, well, I'm not really working eight hours a day. But you have to like log cons- your hours every, yeah, uh, every week? Yeah, because I have to like log my hours to who I'm working for. Like we have charge codes, right? So I have to, okay, I'm work, I spent five hours on this client and two hours on this client. I spent an hour on this internal bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I spent like, you know, and they're all different charge codes and it's very specific. So like people can track like what you're doing um, and like how many hours a week you're doing it. But that's also how we make money, right? Like right. we charge our clients for how many hours we work. I have a certain rate that they charge for all my hours. So like you got to be able to fucking make your money. Right. 
Um, but at the same time, maybe that leisure stuff, right? Maybe I just fucking added into the time that I'm actually working. And I'm like, look, that break time is if I worked the entire time, I would be, I would be just as productive, right? Cause I would lose efficiency. So I'd be working longer, but less efficient, same productivity. Yeah. I mean, you can't just sit down for eight hours, like straight and have like one break and expect yeah. to be like fully focused the entire time. It's just not possible. And dude, Unless yes, you're on or, fucking some sort of uh, fucking drugs or something where you're just like the whole time. Right. But So last Wednesday, we didn't record because I worked 15 hours. I was working until midnight. And then Thursday rolls around and I wake up Thursday. I'm like, oh, now I got to go back. And like, I have a bunch of like half finished things from Wednesday where I was just like doing stuff to try to do stuff. So I've, and I have to like kind of basically start over, right? Like, I don't really remember all that well like exactly where i was or the details now i need to just basically do everything over again just to get caught back up to where i was so now i wasted right. an hour and a half just getting caught back up in each project right and like when i woke up thursday i was looking for this thing right so um our clients have operations all over the world and from each location, they need to get their electricity usage, like how much electricity they use, and then mul- multiply that by like a factor, some kind of factor to tell you how much their emissions are, right? It's called the emissions factor. And every country has different ones, but there's like some companies will be like, oh, we do like a database for like the whole world. And like the US is broke up into like 25 regions. So there's different factors for different regions. Um and Mexico has their own. So I was looking for Mexico's and their fucking database is, I don't know, like six fucking thousand rows long on Excel. And I was like, um, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be struggling to fucking find this. And it took me so long and I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. Dude. That was, a, that was like the first thing I set my mind to on Thursday with like a clear open mind. Boom. Dude. I found it in like 10 minutes. Piss off. You're telling me I spent fucking an hour and a half spinning my wheels on this Wednesday night, yeah. fucking with my eye, like struggling to keep my eyes open and they're burning because I've been staring at the screen for so long. And all I had to do was go to sleep, wake up, and look at this fucking piece of look shit for 10 minutes. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy how, like, like when you're in the middle of doing something for work, like a task like that, in the middle of your day, when you have, like, you know, you'll get, like, chat notifications from your team or email blurbs there's just so many different distractions that go on throughout your day and it throws my train of thought off so much dude like today i had to put out a tweet for um i run like the recruitment page on twitter for carisoft so i'll like put out a tweet and that's either got to be like uh, a recruitment tweet or like a careers advice tweet where i find like an article from harvard business harvard review or something like that where it's just like um career related advice and it's just like hey check out this article blah 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 to improve okay. your productivity or something like that and i knew i had to do that but i had my editor reach out to me to like uh connect with her for like 25 minutes to go over my content that i wrote for the week so i did that and i forgot about it and then i had like two or three tickets come through which are like um vendors that'll like say hey we have this event coming up like can you get us some social promotion and then we like write the content for that send it back to them and they're like approve it or whatever I had that come up and then I was like, okay, I got to get like this, this career suite out. Um, because like the best time for Twitter is between like 11 and like one o'clock. Like that's when you get the most engagement and views and right. stuff. Um, for Which our, is wild because that's like pr- prime, that's work, prime work day. Yeah. Right? So now it's like, you're like, oh, so now like we know that everybody's pissing off at work for a little bit because everybody has like little distraction. I'm going to hop on Twitter for 10 minutes. 
Dude, especially with like our accounts and like the people that we follow and follow us, like it's all like public sector related stuff. So it's like everybody in the industry is like on Twitter seeing our tweets that are for them. So right. it, it makes no sense. But and then after that, I had like uh, I had to build this analytics report for a LinkedIn ad campaign that we were doing. And I was like having trouble like getting our Facebook ads to populate. So I had to like hop on a call with the team lead of digital media and all. And it's just like, there's so many distractions and all I had to do was get this one post out, dude. And it like took me all day to do just because every time I went to do it, something else like with more importance came up, came up. and I was just like, yeah. oh my God, like if I yeah, just like, I wanted to turned everything off, thing. if I turned everything off for 10 minutes and just focus on that, I would have banged it out in record time. Wouldn't I mean, yeah. like think about it. That's what I got to start doing. I think not, I mean, probably not right now. I don't think I'm like too overwhelmed with work, but like, Especially, like, if I do become a manager, right, and I have a little bit more, like, say, and, like, I, I feel a little more, more comfortable standing up for myself, um, I'm like, all right, don't even think about talking to me for the next half hour. And, like, I'll just, like, turn I, – maybe I just, like, turn my team's notification off, right? And, look, if somebody says something that's important that I really need to look at, somebody else on my team is going to ping me about it, right? They're going to be right. like, hey, you should you should check this out. Did you see this? But right. now we're getting rid of Skype, so maybe they won't ping me. They're going to fucking email me, and I'm going to be like – you. Not looking at that either. Not looking at that. My email's like, I feel like my email's the last thing. Like, I'll check it probably once it's every, last. every, yeah. It's always the last, like, ping I get, and I'm just like, ah, I'll look at that later. Yep. Even if it's like, they flag it as, like, important or high high importance, I'm just like, I'm not going to, like, click into my email. Because I get so many emails a day, I'm not going to click into it every time mm-hmm. I get a fucking notification and look. Exactly. Like, Dude, I had – so I didn't really check my email for the second half of Wednesday or really at all Thursday because I was just so busy. Dude, Friday morning I had like over 100 unread emails. I was like, <laughs> and <laughs> oh, Jesus. 70% of this is all BS. Yeah. And most of it yep. is like not super relevant. Like it's like, okay, this isn't BS. Like it's shit for my client, but I'm just going to put it in my client folder and like I'll read it later. And it's And it really wasn't important. It wasn't urgent. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, dude, I would, I'd probably say like 80% to 90% of the emails I get don't pertain to me like at all. Like it's stuff that I should probably like, you know, not even that I should like read or be like informed on. Like it's stuff like the digital media team is like communicating with a vendor and I'm not involved, but I'm still getting all the emails because I'm on the alias or like everybody like on the in the marketing group is like asking like, hey, has anybody worked with this vendor, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like the 10 to 15% of emails that like pertain to me, I usually solve or like answer like fairly quickly. Yeah. It's like literally so many emails that I get that like disrupt my productivity or like disrupt my train of thought that I don't even need to see. No. Booty cheeks. Super booty. So yeah, do nothing. Great book. Uh, You should buy it. And if you don't want to read the whole thing, just read part two. I w- do they got is it on audiobook? Because I'll dude, I'll lay Probably. in bed with my fucking AirPods and listen to it. <clears throat> it's funny. I told Lex, I was like, yeah, you just get it on Audible. She said she has mad credits and they're going to start expiring. This is a little bit ago. I'm sure she's bought some books. Um, but I was like, yeah, you should get Do Nothing on Audible. I was like, it's funny because it's like legit the complete opposite concept like the do nothing book is all about like <laughs> yeah like not, not worrying using, like, about the time and... like just like slowing down and like taking time to enjoy shit you know what i mean yeah and um so it's funny not that taking you, the like, shortcut to like, like audible <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> yeah. um 
But honestly, if you didn't want to read or listen to the whole thing, the first, so part one is like nine chapters and it's just like a bunch of her research and like random shit, right? And then part two is six very short chapters. Like I'm talking like 10 to 15 page chapters and like the writing's big and the pages are small. Um, So like six very short chapters and it's like all like the actionable items and reasoning behind it. So, so like if you just read part two without reading part one, you would still have like a lot to take away from it. If that makes sense. Yeah. I've never been, uh, I just get bored when I read, like I have to like turn pages and like look at paper, but like I can sit there and listen to a podcast all day. Yeah. I just like, don't have the attention span to read like a physical book. Depends if it's good or not. I really like, Oh dude, I have, I have gotten like, neck deep into a book before like the like yeah. a good book will keep you fucking but yeah. it's just rare yeah i just try to read pretty much every night that i'm not doing shit it's so like monday tuesday I like are usually pretty chill nights for me so i'll i'll go to bed early and not not early but like i'll go get in bed at like 8 8 30 brush my teeth and then read and usually i just read like a chapter um but my next book on tap for march is i forget what it's called my i think my grandma might have given it to me recently somebody gave it to me and it was like diaries from five boys who died in the holocaust and like bro oh, that That's is right up my alley one. dude i yeah. fucking love nonfiction. like nonfiction, that is my shit like the first book that i read was no easy day and it was about uh, i remember you, i remember you telling me about that fucking love that book nonfiction, yeah. and then unbroken about the fucking runner the world war ii yep. that they got his plane shot down Nonfiction, money. Lone Survivor, nonfiction, money. I read half of No Hero, which is a sequel to No Easy Day, but then I left it with Madison after I got arrested at Carolina Country Music Festival. Um, that was good halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, just like all the nonfiction books I read, like that's kind of like that's really what I like. Cause I'm like, oh, this isn't like some made up bullshit, like or like even like somewhat fabricated, like it's real. Right. I think that's what like I mean, I can't, I can't really speak on it because I love like my Marvel movies and my Star Wars and shit. But like, That's when different. you know, movies, stories dude. Real, I like movies. Yeah, I but like movies, read. movies that are about like true stories hit different because hit you're like, oh different, shit, like, dude, so much different. Um, Antoine Fisher, have you seen that? No. That's gonna go down as one of my favorite movies. I think. Really, it was one of the ones that Waldo recommended a while back. Oh yeah, he was telling me about that, saying I should watch it's it. It's really good, dude. It's either morgan freeman or denzel I, this might be racist but i get those who mix up all the time they're the old they're black even, legends dude that are Denzel's like Denzel's not even that old dude <laughs> he's not as old as morgan freeman morgan freeman's like 80 something bro. but they're both old brother they're Denzel's, old compared to me they were Denzel's old my entire like life 60. they were adults my entire life hold on i'm gonna see how how old denzel washington is i almost said denzel curry okay it's denzel it's denzel in this one i looked it up um, so it's about this fucking Navy Dave, SEAL. Maybe sixty-eight. Bowl. Okay, he's not even that old, brother. <laughs> um, so Antoine Fisher is about this dude. He's in the Navy. He's a hothead. He's like about to get kicked out. Um, Denzel Washington becomes his like um mandatory. I don't know what the fuck's that called. Mandatory, uh, like therapist. Like, okay. Right. And like, he, he's also a Navy SEAL guy. He's like an old Navy SEAL guy. And, um, 
he's like, but he doesn't let him get away with it. He's like real hard nosed and he's good. He's a good therapist. And this guy like kind of turns his life around a little bit. Um, and the, so the dude that plays Antoine Fisher is one of Antoine Fisher's best friends, like from childhood growing up. Um, and it's like kind of sad, really deep, great movie. And what, what did you watch it on? I might watch this like tonight. Maybe. Um, I don't remember, but I mean, I streamed it on something easy so I can figure it out. Um, let's see. I just, I just Googled it, but I got. Uh, Duck, Duck, oh, it's Go an old movie. On my Safari. It's from O2. Oh, it's on Paramount and Sling. Yeah, I think I watched it on on one of those two. Have them both. Bet. Um, but we don't have Sling anymore. I stopped paying for that. Um, I only wanted it for a football season with Red Zone. Anyway, Banger, that's actually the first movie that Denzel produced. Um, it's really good. Nonfiction, that's all I got. Damn, 2002, it's 2023 now, so that was what, 21 years ago. He's yeah, 68. that birthday can drink beers. He was 47? That movie, that movie can drink beers. <laughs> that movie can drink beers. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um... So I started smoking, rolling joints and smoking while we record. And I think that's the way to do it, bro. Yeah, instead because, of doing it before. Yeah. Because now I'll just like take a couple hits. Put get it down. High, chill the fuck out. It'll go out. And like I'm fine with that, right? <laughs> and then I'll, I'll spark it up in fucking 20 instead minutes. Of, when instead of racing to face it. And then you get on here and you're like. <laughs> right. Instead of getting super big. Instead of getting high enough before we start. And just cross my fingers that it's going to last long enough. Like. <laughs> Now I'm like, all right, I'm just going to smoke a little bit at a time throughout the whole thing. <laughs> Much colder, though, because I got the fucking window windows open. open down here. <laughs> um, dude, so uh, Rye and Dylan are coming to visit this weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, Maggie found this thing last night. She was just like looking for things to do. And check this out. Let me read it to you. Uh, where is it? It's a Wilmington record show. So it's on Saturday from 11 to 5, and it's at Waterline Brewery. And it's like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 22 different record stores and vendors at this place, like selling records with live music. And like, That's obviously, dope. it's at a brewery. So, like, you can brewery drink. hop and get beers and drink and stuff, um, food trucks. So we're going to go there, dude, and uh, Riley's, like, uh, she's into vinyl, too, so she, like, has a record player and, like, a collection and shit. So, dude, I'm, we're going to find some fucking gems for sure. Uh, we're going to fucking yes, find dude. some dope beer to drink, and I'm excited, dude. It's supposed to be, like, nice this weekend, too, so we've That's got some awesome. great vibes on deck. Dylan and I are going to play golf on Sunday, um, and it's, like, the I'm first time. Jealous. Dude, it's the first time, I, probably, in like, oh, my God, since, like, September, where it's been, like, you know, it'll be nice like all week and then the weekend comes around and it like rains or is shitty out. So it's yeah. like the first time it's actually going to be nice outside on Saturday and Sunday. On a weekend. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. I'm I got excited. a bunch of yard work to do. Got to get this lean to ready. But uh, then we're all going to my one boys for the fight. So that'll be that'll be good. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, good UFC card this weekend. John Jones. Yeah. John Jones is back. So that, that's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll probably watch it. I think we're going out to dinner and then going bar hopping, so we'll probably watch it out at a bar somewhere. But, yeah. Uh, 
Dude, the UFC, I was watching, I know you probably didn't watch this, but Jake Paul and and Tommy Fury had the yeah. boxing match on Sunday. Yeah, and I was like, I was sitting there playing Call of Duty like with the boys, and Journey was like, "Hey, are you watching the Jake Paul Tom Fury fight?" And I was like, "No, I didn't even know it was on, but I'll throw it on my other monitor just to for shits and gigs. I want to see Jake Paul lose, like that'd be cool." And I was sitting there watching it, dude. And I don't know if it's because they're not like professional boxers, but I feel like this happens every time it's a boxing match that I watch. UFC is so much more entertaining than boxing, dude. Boxing is so fucking boring to watch because it's just like they dance around each other, hit each other with a few jabs, and then they like clinch and then like the ref comes in and breaks it up and like especially this fight dude they probably clinched and it was eight round fight they probably clinched like 60 70 times it was like every 15 seconds they would clinch and then the ref would break it up i was like somebody snagged the fucking script from the hotel they found it on the floor and the whole thing was scripted like yeah but i think the script said jake paul was supposed to win and he did yeah yeah well maybe fury was like hey hey you're doing this my way fuck your script i'm beating that ass yeah it was a close fight, I mean, for what it was, but I was just sitting there and I was like, dude, you could take like two mediocre UFC fighters and put them in a ring in an octagon and the fight is going to be like so much more entertaining. Much more than entertaining this. than a boxing match. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, UFC is just so much more fun to watch. Boxing low-key sucks. They should swap out uh, boxing with UFC or with MMA in the fucking Olympics if they're getting rid of boxing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, MMA is just, like, tells the tale of, like, a true fighter. Because, like, if you're in a fight that's not, like, you know, a sporting event or anything, like, if you're in a fight, you're not going to be like, all right, no kicking, no use of blah, 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 only punches straight on. Like, yeah, MMA is, like, legit fighting, dude. Yeah. Like, you're getting choked out, you're getting your arm snapped, you're getting fucking face punched in, you're getting your ribs kicked broken, like... Who was that bull that uh, he he lived down in Florida and he used to beat the piss out of people? Then he came to UFC and he wasn't very good. Uh, Kimbo Slice? I was going to say, was that Kimbo Slice? But I didn't want to say Kimbo Slice and then be wrong. Yeah, you're talking about like the street fighter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat the shit out of people I used to watch him on YouTube. Drop him on the Yeah, that was Kimbo Slice, dude. R.I.P. He died? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he died a few years ago. Let's see. Kimbo Slice. Uh, yeah, he died in 2016. Damn, dude, he's been dead, huh? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Ferguson, better known as Kimbo Slice, was a Bahamian mixed martial artist, boxer, bare-knuckle boxer, professional wrestler, and actor. Fuck the actor. Hmm. He probably had a random cameo in something like Scary Movie. <laughs> yeah, why is that the perfect fucking example? <laughs> Because they always got random cameos, All right, this is, this is what he was in. What the fuck? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. <laughs> what? What? Was, what the motherfucker says? <laughs> he was in Drake and Josh, Locked Down, uh, The Scorpion King 3, uh, Circle of Pain. Looks like he was like the main character in. Really? And Blood and Bone. How come John Bone Jones wasn't in that one? What a crazy combo of movies. Like all these like Scorpion King, Locked in Locked Down, Circle of Pain, Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. Yeah, that's so random. I better be like, yo, Lex, let's watch their Drake and Josh movie. Should we go? Oh my God, yeah, 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 let's yeah, cri- do it. The Christmas one from 2008. <laughs> yeah. No, that, she doesn't talk like that. She doesn't sound like that at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
when I uh when I imitate her at home, she'll be like, "Is that how I sound?" And I'm like, "Nah, bro." I don't know why my uh my go to imitation of Maggie is always like just talk like a mouse. How do mouses talk? Like real, like high just pitch like, and squeaky? Yeah, just like me, 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 me. <laughs> I don't know why. She doesn't sound like that, but that's just how. That's fine, dude. That's like your uh, that's like mocking imitation, though. But I don't like mock her. I'm just like, you're just no, like no, this no. little mouse. You know what I mean? You're just like this little mousy girl. I don't know. A little mousy girl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's not a big girl. No, she is a little mousy thing, huh? I feel like, I don't know, are mice dirty, though? Like, she's not very dirty. I don't Mice think. aren't dirty. Mice are, like, I mean, I guess it depends on it. She's like a Jerry depends on the Tom mouse. and Jerry. Yo. <laughs> I can see that. Did I ever send you that TikTok of uh, the kid doing, like, the imitation of Tom from Tom and Jerry? Nah. Where he's, like, where's, like the imitation of Tom when he stubs his toe? Nah. Oh, well, maybe. Man. I don't know. I deleted TikTok man long ago. You might have sent it to me, but I literally deleted that off my phone. I I know whenever I want to send you a TikTok, TikTok I make sure to uh, text it to you because I know, like, one, you probably don't have TikTok anymore and won't ever yeah. check the in-app messages. Um, yeah, even if, even when I did have TikTok, I wasn't ever checking that shit. Oh, dude, I sent it to Waldo, like, recently, so I'm going to send it to you right now. I want to get your, your reaction because it's fucking, it's spot on, dude. It's so good. He does uh he's like you ever see like uh he's like I can do Tom really well when he like stubs his toe and then he goes or how about like when he gets caught on fire <laughs> it's so fucking funny Well let's go dude what are we waiting for Did oh, you get it? Wait, it gets better. Uh, how do you find out that you can do that so well? Like, I want to know, like, the moment. Shit. Like... <laughs> Little spoiled kid doesn't get his leg. <laughs> you sound like Tom and Jerry, motherfucker. Right, it's just Tom. <laughs> you know what randomly popped into my head when I was making dinner last night? I can't it's Triscuit's motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why I didn't have a box of Triscuits or Wheat Thins. I know. Oh, my God. Remember the fucking people were trying to, like, get us to take their cat home? Yep. No grazie. I'm good on the cat. <laughs> 3 a.m. Like, hey, you guys want a beer? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing up? <laughs> yes, I <laughs> we're do. We're drunk asshole <laughs> college students, but, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You fucking got me. <laughs> good thing they weren't, like, human traffickers because we would have been toast. <laughs> Yes, one hundred percent. Didn't Honestly, think twice about it. We're lucky to be alive at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, have you seen New South Park? Is there an episode three out yet? Uh, haven't seen episode three, but we watched the first two. First two slap. First two slap. Cupid of Ye or Ye? Yeah, Cupid Ye. <laughs> Cupid Ye. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Dude. Uh, South Park's just good, bro. Like they're like. 
They never miss. They're with the times, and they just make fun of everything. <laughs> everything, dude. Yeah, we got halfway through that episode, and and Maggie like looks over at me. She goes, "They're definitely making fun of Kanye." And I was just like, "Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude." <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. The whole thing. Of Kanye. Yeah. Cupid Yee. And then he's like, they're trying to get Cupid Yee to take his medication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, yeah, that's fucking Kanye West. And then the second, how... epi- the second episode, they're just trying to make fun of the fucking prince and his princess lady. Oh, yeah. Left like, the royal family. Give us our privacy. And they're like being <laughs> mad obnoxious about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like, uh, what is it? They they go to like that marketing firm about like branding your image or your your brand or something like that. <laughs> it's yeah, so yeah, true, yeah. Dude. That's literally everybody online nowadays. I think how it's just like it's just like there's four characteristics to every person. And it's like something, 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 something victim. victim. <laughs> <laughs> All of them ended with victim, and I was like, bro, yeah. uh, too much. It's like chaotic, doesn't care about anything. Victim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah there's i'm sure there is episode three out now i'll have to see i'll have to yeah. check it out um maybe i'll watch that tonight while i wait for my i think my all-time favorite south park episode is when they they introduce soto sopa and it's just like the gentrification part of south park where they, they move next to kenny's house and it's like the lofts oh, at yes. soto sopa and they're like trying to get a whole foods <laughs> They that get one's the whole, funny. Dude, dude, they get the Whole Foods and Randy's like, they keep asking him if he wants to donate a dollar to help starving children. And every time he says no, he's like, okay, so just click on the screen. No, I will not like to help starving children. And he like keeps stabbing. It's like, it's not working. He's like, oh, you're going to actually have to speak into this microphone and tell the machine you would not like to help starving children for $1. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to get Lex into South Park. She doesn't like it, or she just doesn't watch it? She's never watched it. She doesn't really like animated shit. She doesn't like animation. She doesn't like gore or scary, dude. What does she like? Nope. I guess, like, What's her, like, drama? go-to genre? I don't know. Like, so she really liked um, In the Dark. Never seen it. It's, it's about this, like, blind chick, and she's fucking killed somebody, and she's got drugs, but you're supposed to feel bad for her. She's got that victim card, and it's blind. So it's yeah. like murderer, drug dealer, blind, blind victim. victim. <laughs> that's literally that's literally the main character. Um, but honestly, Lex was like, I just really like Pretzel the dog. <laughs> Every single time that dog was in a scene, she was like, you see Pretzel? You see how good she is? <laughs> she seems easy to entertain. Um. She a uh, big fan of Friday Night Lights, the show. Yeah, it's pretty Richard good. Banger, fucking love yeah, Friday Night Lights. I watched banger. that uh, my sophomore year when I lived with you. Yeah, you, um, we watched, we binged it together. That was the first time yeah. I ever saw it. Um, she likes All American. Oh, I tried that. I can't. It's so yeah, fucking I don't corny. like it, dude. It's so, so corny, corny, dude. So corny. Um, yeah, I'm just not a fan. I watched like the first like season, maybe two. But I'm just like, oh, yeah. dude, I every like the hype, like when it was like first coming out and like all the hype, I was like, oh, it's like a football show. It's like I love Friday Night Lights. I'll give this a shot. I watched the first two episodes and I was like laughing at it. At how fucking it was corny literally it was. L.A. Friday Night Lights, but so like so yeah, corny, so just, corny. Just dude. take it from Texas and put it in Hollywood, and that's yeah. what you get. Yeah, and it's like oh, not dude. like the acting was bad too. It wasn't the acting even good, was like, bad. Acting. Whenever like 
there's bad acting and it immediately takes me out of like the immersion of like the story and like the or like the movie or something like that when i when i'm sitting there yeah when i'm sitting there watching something and then i'm like oh this person's acting or trying to act i'm like i'm not into it anymore i like the the main character the football player like the stud who who grew up in like the ghetto yeah yeah his homie that lesbian chick oh yeah and she would like like protect him yeah, she was yeah. like a ride or die for him, and she but she didn't get like like he was going to college or high school, and he was getting paid for by like he was getting everything paid for, and pretty much living in Hollywood, and like yeah. she was still fucking in the hood and like trying to make it by, and like she got in with the wrong crew for sure, but she always had his back. Yeah, and she I, was always saving off her literally, shit. I literally got to like midway through the second episode and turned it off, but I remember that being the case, like. That the scene where he was like going back to like the hood or whatever, and like the dude tried to pull up on him and fight him, and she was like there and like pretty much pulled him out of the situation. Ride yeah. or die, homie. Yeah, she's she's big homie. She's not bad. Um, but yeah, dude, the whole thing is just like corny. Not a fan. That's um, like uh, you ever have you ever seen Cobra Kai? Nah, it's the same with that show. It's like the the spinoff of uh, Karate Kid, but it's a Netflix show. Okay, and everybody is sucking off the show They're like oh my god it's so good and i was like all right bet it's like i love karate kid like i love the karate kid movies let me watch this it's shit it's just about karate it's not like karate kid what do you mean like oh, it's, it's, like, just, it's not uh, it's not similar like, it's no it's different. like this the same characters like some of the characters from karate oh kid, really like the, yeah like a lot of the same cast is back and like it's just kind of like that 90s show like Remember, did you watch any of yeah, that yeah 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 corny yeah. as fuck dude i'm like why Bro. are we doing this so we were watching we've been watching that 70s show um, banger love that show because kate was down and lex's sister and she was like i need something new to watch because we always watch the same fucking thing on repeat i need something new yeah um so we put on that 70s show and dude it's funny like it's That's like a great that show it's corny that 70s show yeah it's a little it's just it's literally just it's dad like- jokes all over the place yeah, but it's like perfect sitcom. Like, not too, it's not trying too hard. Like, you know what you're getting when you watch down when you sit down and watch it. That yeah. '90s show is just like they're trying too hard to be like that '70s show of like modern. The time, Full House, I mean? Fuller House, like same, same thing. thing. Yeah, Full same House, thing. I love, dude, and yeah. Fuller House booty. Yep, I'm just waiting for them to try and redo Friends somehow, dude. They, I like. Is there no original yeah. ideas anymore? Like, why are we? Well, not here's the thing, dude. Shows? I think Friends is just like too new. I think they're already I mean, coming out with one. They're coming out with a fucking thing for How I Met Your Mother. Another thing of How I Met Your Mother? Like How I Met Your Father. Oh my god, dude. It's, it's just regurgitated shit in Hollywood nowadays. But now like, they're swapping no, it up. There's no real good like original ideas anymore. Like, Let me see some new shit. Give me some new ideas, new takes on something. It's all the same people, though, doing it. Yeah, and the because only they way know, that you, like... The oh, only way that you get promoted in Hollywood... Is to have the person above you think that you're good enough to promote you, and the only way for that to happen is, you know, for you to think have the same ideas. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I fuck with this person. Also, like people are like, oh, that '70s show was like pretty popular, like has a big, big viewing audience. Like, we'll make some money off of a spinoff because we'll get the people that were interested in that '70s show to at least yeah. watch that '90s show. It's fucking stupid, dude. I'm about to go off on this. Come on, tangent. Real quick. I actually don't think I've any, I've watched any of those. I think I just lied. I've, I haven't seen that '90s show, and I haven't seen Fuller House. Well, you're what not was missing the other one. Uh, 
The Friends remake? No. No, there's something else. That 90s show, Fuller House, and All-American? No. I don't know. It was like the same kind of thing where they remade something, Um, but I haven't seen any of them. Don't. I I sat down and watched, because like I said, I love that I would rather just watch the OG. Yeah, dude. And it's like, they're just trying too hard to be something that's like already like been done. I think. And it's like, um, but dude, they're making another fucking Fast and Furious movie. I think it's like number 10 or 11. How many fucking times? Like, does the cast and does like the people that watch these have no shame anymore? I think that they're making another of something else too. I saw, we went oh. to the movies last Tuesday and saw a commercial, like a preview for the new Fast and Furious. And it like made me mad. I was like. This is literally just not even, like, cinema anymore. It's a fucking money grab because it's, like, the same fucking story from the first nine movies. How many times are we going to be like, oh, it's about family and race cars and fucking... Like, I, like if you if you are a true fan of the Fast and Furious movie series, like, I don't like you. Have some original thoughts. Think for yourself. Well, okay, hear me out. What if you're 10? Oh, okay. <laughs> then what? Oh, what? Maybe you want to go to the movies and see Fast and Furious, and you've never gone to the movies and seen Fast and Furious before. Watch. You're going to start on the tenth one as your first one. You can watch them all pretty much independently. At the beginning, they kind of have some. Like, there's some storyline, just like characters that like come back. But I mean, they can all be watched independently and be good. So you don't need to start at the beginning, right? But my whole thing is, is like, okay, like I get it. Like if you're a kid, you want to see fast cars and shit. But like, you've already made this movie ten fucking times. Like, give us something new, dude. Like, give us some sort of different story. Or like, you're using the same cast that's been doing it since two thousand and two. Like, how are they not sick of doing the same shit over and over and over? If they want to be able to sustain it, they got to pass the torch. Maybe that's what happens in this one. Maybe no, Vin Diesel's broke it. as fuck. I'm not buying it, dude. Maybe he's got to get it. paid. Maybe he fucking like AI'd his shit and lost like blew all his money. I think if there's not like a universe, like there's not like a universe of like stories in the Fast and Furious universe. It's pretty much just like we'll think of a story with that involves cars and action, and we'll make it. With Marvel, dude, there's like thousands of comics that you can turn into live action stories, which is like. It's basically a new story every time. What if you time. made them, like, different, like, racing gangs across different, like, parts of the world? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You would have to make, like, a universe out of it where it's, like, all right, you have, like, these pre-made, like, already, like, store like made stories that you can just turn into live action or, like, you have, like, a vision of where they're going to end up. Like, have an yeah. end goal. These movies don't have an end goal. They're just like, all right, we're going to make this because it makes money. There's no end goal to these movies. They just make them because it's an action movie that people will go see because they want blind, dumb action to just go sit in front of for two hours. That's that's honestly the thing. It's like they're like, all right, we're going to make a two hour movie instead of their storylines aren't long enough to go through five movies and like, you know, have like different like things. Like what if they all made them like different um, fucking schools and uh, Hogwarts? What do you mean? Like they all like every like country had like its own like fucking famous street racing gang and somehow famous. they found found a way to like like you know, then like the fucking people at the top, the bosses, they got beef with each other, so they set up this race and shit like that. You know what I mean? Well like, that's that the kind thing. of stuff. That's the thing. And they don't even ha- do you like can the have a storyline for each one. Like you could have one like 
you know, a movie about the fucking fucking Ireland racers. I don't know. Maybe they got fish. It's right. Or then you got one story about the Italians with their Raris. And then you got another story and it's the fucking Russians. And then you got another one and it's like the Africans and or like another one. These Australians or New Zealand. Dude, that would be fire. Honestly, like all these different factions of like gang, like racing gangs across the world. But they use the same fucking cast for and it's the same people in every yeah. movie. Well, maybe and we like, should start before, writing their movies. Dude, before you sit down and watch a Fast and Furious movie, you can say to yourself, okay, I know there's going to be the main cast that's been in all of them, and there's going to be some sort of, the movie's going to start out where they're going to be chilling, and then something comes up where a villain has like, oh, Dom Dominic Ferrero or whatever, isn't it? Torero, whatever his fucking name is, like, you did me wrong in the past. Now I'm going to avenge and, and try and take out you and your family because I know you care about the family the most. And then there's going to be a bunch of action for two two hours. And then at the end, they're all going to be sitting around a dinner table saying, it's all about family. We made it through this again. Like that's the that's literally what Fast and Furious movies have come to. There's no like, you don't know, you know the, the fucking uh, villain or like the bad guy yeah, isn't going to win. The only Not reason like- the cast has changed is because Paul Walker died in real life. <laughs> Straight up, dude. Like uh, that's really what it is. That's like, like the nothing only else good guy that's ever died in that movie. Like the only protagonist that's ever died in that movie is Paul Walker, and that's because he died in real life. R.I.P. Right. Fuck, dude. I, that's why when if my son's like, I want to watch Fast and Furious movies, I'm like, all right, but you got to watch these ones with Paul Walker first, and then I'll take you to the movie. Got to watch the OGs, dude. And it's like I that kind of sounds like boomer esque of us, but like. Especially with Fast and Furious movies, it's like, dude. But those were good ones, and like, it was still new enough that you could still be creative with it. And this is just the same regurgitated BS, like. Right. Yeah, I have beef. I have legitimate beef with the Fast and Furious people because it's like, have some shame. Either think of something new. Did you go see? uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but speaking of Ant Man, I had a dream that I was Ant Man last night, and it was top five craziest dreams I've ever had in my that life. That sounds dude. nutty. It was it was kind of bad though because the whole dream premise was like me like getting chased down by somebody who was stabbing me, so I kept getting stabbed, and it felt like I was feeling it. But like me like running away from them and like turning small and like like them chasing me was like low key kind of dope. Now that I woke up and realized it wasn't real, um, but like. I like. I, I mean, usually know that my dreams are fake. Like I know when I'm dreaming. When it's ha- like, when it's happening. Yeah. I don't see. I don't. And I'll, I'll be like, like I'll still like think that I'm the person in the dream. And I'll be like, oh yeah. I'm like, dude, there's no way this is real. <laughs> and then I'm like, and I'm like, word, this has got to be a dream. Like I can make myself little, just like that, bro. I'm in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. This is a fucking dream. This is a dream. And then see? I'm like a little more ballsy. I'm like, all right, let's have some fun with it <laughs> because like I know that I can't die. You know what I mean? and then i'm See, like well, fuck, i what wish I, I could do, do that i wish i wish i could do that dude but like when i'm in my dream i don't i'm not like aware of myself i'm just like in my dream like the other night i woke up in the middle of the uh it was probably like seven o'clock in the morning when i woke up but i was like sweating and like almost on the verge of tears and maggie was awake and she's like are you okay like what's wrong and i was like dude, I, I just, I had a dream that I was getting attacked by a bear and like, it was, I was like fighting off this bear and I was just like really scared because I couldn't, like, I couldn't tell it was re- like, I thought it was real. I thought I was getting mauled by a bear in real life until I woke up and I'm like, I wake up, I'm sweating and I'm shaking. I'm like, holy fuck. Like that's how real my dreams feel to me sometimes. And I like, can't 
like differentiate, oh, I'm asleep. Oh, this is a dream. Like, I really wish I could do that. And I've tried to do that. Like, I've actually researched, like, how to lose a dream where you, like, wake up or, like, become aware in your dream and then you yeah. can do what you want. But I've never been able to do it. Because life's a dream and you see I dream lucid. Yeah. Dreams are low-key, like, mad fun, though. I love dreaming. Yeah, I don't dream often. It's because I go to bed high too much. Uh, dude, I dream, like, every night. I have, like, two to three dreams every night. Most of them I don't remember. But um, there's always, like, one that one or two, like, maybe a week that, like, really sticks with me. I I have, like, one dream probably like every other night but i never remember it and it's like once every week and a half where i'll remember a dream and be like oh that was dope yeah i feel like i i don't know what this means but like i feel like majority of my dreams are like not like joyful like fun dreams they're always like me like I mean, being Ant-Man was fucking dope. And I've had I've had dreams where I was like, I had Spider-Man abilities and stuff. I wasn't Spider-Man himself. I just always have like the same ability as these people. Yeah. Um, but it's always like me, I'm stuck in like a tsunami or like I'm in a car accident, but like not like enough to where like, I don't know. It's just like never I'm like. I'm just fucked up and I'm fucking Greg Jennings in his bitch running on a broken leg when the team based, on my back. Based, dude, that's another thing. Like I'll have dreams where I'm on like a professional sports team, but like. For some reason, my hamstrings won't work like fully and I can't like run fast or like I'll be like playing. (laughs) I'll I'll be like on the baseball. I'll be on like the Yankees or something and I'll like try and pitch and I just like can't throw a baseball. And in my my head, I'm like, I know I can fucking throw a baseball. Why can't I do this? But I still can't do it. Interesting. I I don't really remember any of my dreams long term. I don't remember much long term. Like uh, I remember this one I had where it was like. It was a dream where I had finally reached my dream of playing for the Yankees. And my first at bat, I remember going up against like Mike Messina and I bunted and I started to run to first base and I saw like the ball drop and like dribble. And I was like, that's a great bunt. And as soon as I started to run, it felt like my shoes were tied together. So I could only take like tiny little steps. And it was so frustrating. Dude, I couldn't, I couldn't like run. And it was so frustrating. Like in the moment, like in my dream, I remember being so frustrated because I just couldn't like leg it out. Like I could in real life. And I wish at like that moment I real I could realize like oh this must be a dream because what the fuck <laughs> like yeah but if your shoes are tied together you're still gonna fall on your face no it wasn't my shoes being tied together it's like that's how long my stride like I couldn't it's not that my shoes were tied together like that's just the length of my you stride. just didn't like, I, know how to run I couldn't extend my stride longer than that I don't know why it's gonna take you a long time to get there yeah to what yeah, you got thrown out. Probably get. I don't know. I woke up before I got the first page. That's funny. I'm gonna dream about tonight. I don't know. I'm probably not gonna dream about anything. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, baseball, I saw that you're you're a big fan of the Yankees shortstop, Anthony Volpe. Yeah, stud dude. He, uh, dude, he's like. I've been I've been refraining from saying this for a while, and also this is going to be a little bit of like biased Yankees coming, obviously like stupid fucking Yankees fan, but he's going to be our next Jeter, man. He's a fucking yeah. He's the number one ranked shortstop prospect in MLB right now. Like he's there, he's legitimately like MLB's number one ranked uh, shortstop prospect. I think he's the number five overall prospect, and it's it's literally just a matter of time until 
Like if he he's had a great spring already, dude. He stole second base on a pitch out the other night. Like I didn't know he was fast. Like I knew he was fast, but I, that boy he can fucking fly, dude. He stole second on a pitch out, a fastball pitch out. The very next pitch, he swipes third, and it's just like what the fuck? Like, dude, who is this kid? He's crazy. There's a picture of him wow. actually with Derek Jeter when he was like six or seven, meeting Derek Jeter in like an airport, and uh, Talking Yanks actually tweeted out today, and they're like, I feel like. Feel like we're going to be seeing this picture of Anthony Volpe and Derek Jeter a lot this year. Like, it's it's basically just a matter of time until the Yankees call him up, whether that be right out of spring training or like you know a month. He plays a month in AAA and then gets yeah. called up. But what he provides, dude, is on the same level, if not more, than what IKF can provide right now. And it's like, easy. It's like, dude, why would we not? Like, what what is the point of holding him back at this point? I don't I don't well, understand it. You never know, dude. Maybe IKF will break out, right? Like, no, he's not. He's not at that point in his career. He's like, we've seen the best that he's going to get, and we know what we're going to get with IKF at shortstop. We know what his bat is capable of. And I thought last not... year was the, his first season on the team. Yeah, but not his first season in the like as a baseball player, right? Like, it's not like we. Tra- it's not like was IKF last some year like prospect. on par with his season, or was it a yes. down year for him? No, it was. It was. We got IKF. For the sole reason to be a stopgap shortstop until yeah. Volpe was ready. That's why we didn't go after Correa or Lindor or any of these big shortstop free agents that were available. Trey Turner, we didn't go after him. Like none of these big guys that we went after because we're like, hey, we got this kid coming up through our system. Could be our next Jeter. Like why yeah. would we not? You know, we're gonna put our chips in that basket and and um, go after other aspects of our team where we have other weaknesses. And it's like. Dude, at this point, like, all right, we had IKF for a year as our stopgap. Last year in the ALCS, he got benched for Oswald Peraza because he was shaky. He was like, the moment was too big for him. IKF is not going to be our long-term shortstop. So what's the point? Why would you not give Volpe the starting job to begin the year now? Like, if not Volpe, Peraza. Right. He just, just let him get better. Like, he's already good. Let him get better and, like, let him make mistakes. Like, they're going to happen when he comes into the league. They're going to happen. So yeah, wouldn't you rather have them sooner rather than later, dude? That's my whole thing. And get with to baseball. the greatness sooner. I I get the whole like letting players develop in the minors and stuff, but like if you have a top prospect like that, and the Braves are a perfect example of this with Michael Harris, like dude won Rookie of the Year, and they called him up out of Double A and then signed him to like a a like ten year contract. Obviously, like probably not what he's going to be worth because nah. he's gonna he could potentially make more money, but. They're like, hey, we called him up from Double A. Like, look, like he's producing at the major league level, so there's no worry there of his development being like fucked or anything. And it's just like that's what frustrates me the most about the Yankees is they have all these hyped prospects like we hear about all the time, and they just let them sit in the fucking minor leagues for so long. And then it's like at that point, like there comes a point as a baseball player, there comes a point where you start to lose your confidence because it's like, what else do I need to fucking do to get that call? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like they're at that point now where if you call him up, he's gonna have that confidence. Like, oh, I am good enough. I do belong here. I'm Let me go dude. and get better, dude. He had fifty steals last year in the in Double A AA and Triple A. Fifty. He stole fifty fucking bags. That's like unheard of in today's game. And he I hit, couldn't I, do he 50. still had he still had like I think he had like twenty two home runs and fifty fucking steals. Like the dude is a five two player. Um. Um. But, it sounds a lot like JT. All right, relax. You mean your kid, right? Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) 
comes out of Lex's womb, you're going to be a five-tool player, all right? Look at me. Look at me. Open those eyes. Stop screaming. I want a five-tool player, power bat, left-handed, maybe pitch. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, um, speaking of wanna... pitchers, Andrew Painter looked pretty good in his uh, spring debut. He's the Phil's pitcher, number one pitching prospect in MLB. Yeah. Um, he, I think oh, he threw 19 fastballs. He was averaging like 98.6, and he topped at 99. Dude, for uh, that being like your first good. outing in, in the spring where you really all you do is just throw fastballs and get, get your arm geared up, that's pretty solid. Yeah, he's been pretty highly touted. It would be really nice if he could come in at some point this year and like plop him in our fucking starting rotation. Like our rotation's not bad, but we could use one more like above average arm and i think he would be that yeah that's kind of how the yanks are with their five they're uh there's definitely a position battle for their five spot right now between clark schmidt and domingo herman and both of those boys came out clark came out the other night i think he struck out five in three innings and then domingo today looked really solid through two and a third um so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch that but what do you think about the have you watched any baseball yet or have you had no i haven't down and watch any the pitch clock uh, is is a big it's hot in the streets in baseball. Yeah, right now. I see about it on Twitter a lot, and they talk a lot about it on um, sports talk shows. I think this year is going to be a fucking awesome year for baseball, dude. With the new rules that they've implemented, I was very hesitant of the pitch clock before because it, you think about it, and it does take away a lot of the aspects of the game from a pitching aspect. Like today, they were talking about on the Yes broadcast how. Some pitchers will, after they throw their pitch, they'll walk almost halfway to home plate to catch the ball from the from the catcher and then turn around and they'll have a time to think about, like, all right, let's reset for the next pitch. What am I going to throw? Right. Like, where do I want to locate this? Can't do that anymore because you're wasting time. Like, you got to right. get the ball. You got to get dude, right back into it. 15 seconds is pretty quick. I think they should have done it longer. I think 20 seconds probably would have been. Me and Lex were talking about this this morning, and I that's why I said to her, I was like, 20 seconds I think would have been good. Because, like, you're having – like, so in the, in the one game the other day, it's tie game, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, two outs, 3-2 count. This dude doesn't – he's, like, stepping into the box at eight seconds, but he wasn't in the box at eight seconds. So, strike three, you're out. Game over. Yeah, game over. And, uh, like, if it was 20 seconds, you'd be good there. I feel like 15 and like you have to be in the box at eight. That's only seven seconds between pitch to, like, right. to getting back about, in the box. Like, what about if you're like trying getting to get a signs sign. and shit like that? Yeah, dude. Like I just a don't think it's quick, enough time. It's a little quick for me. I will say I've watched every televised Yankee spring training game so far and it doesn't feel like the game is moving fast. Like the game is definitely like shorter. Yeah, the games are like, slower overall. or quicker. Like they're real um, short. They're like two and a half hours now compared to last year. It was like three oh six was like the average MLB. Game I saw time. there was one game that was like two like single digit number like two oh five. Two oh five. Yeah, that's like yeah. if it's like a pitching duel, the games are gonna fly by. But when you're in the moment watching the game, it doesn't feel like the game is moving that much quicker. Yeah. I will say what I've noticed the best, and I this is I'm I love this this rule change the um not having the shift is fucking awesome dude aaron hicks already has had three batted balls that would have been easy outs last year and they've been dunked in for singles one was a, a grounder through the right side that would have hit right into a shift another one was a base hits back up the middle or back dude they're so back like yeah whenever you're watching a baseball game and you see a line drive go back up the middle like you like in previous years you'd expect that to be a hit nine out of ten yeah. times yeah 
the last like two, three years when the shift has been really like starting to be like a problem, it's back up the middle. It's right Banning at the, the shift, stop. dude, might fucking make baseball baseball again. Like banning yeah, the shift it, alone might will, be what dude. you need, right? Because like, yeah, like up the middle, like that's either it's either a base hit or it's an amazing play by a shortstop. Yes, dude. You know what it's I mean? It's gonna make and, for like, great diving plays or base yeah. hits, which equals more action. Yeah, I like it. Um. Yeah, and it's like crazy how noticeable that's been already in the four, three or four games that I've watched where it's like, right. damn, like like you I almost forgot what it was like to see like a base hit go up the middle and not be like fuck. You know what I mean? Like a line right, drive right, up right. the middle is basically like when it comes to fundamentals, like that's what you want to do every that's time. That's exactly as a what hitter. you want to do. Yeah. Right. That's Hit perfect your contact. Coach in the screen. Yep. Yeah. If you're hitting the screen, then you know you've got a good swing on it. Um, unless the pitcher makes a crazy play or like the shortstop or second baseman make insane plays, which if you make a crazy play on a ball up the middle, dude, I'm not Kudos, mad. Like that was no. entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. If you're fucking um, standing there waiting for it to come up the middle, because that's the best place in the park to hit the ball. That's what you're taught literally your entire life because nobody else is shifting like that. Because like in literally you don't have time to scout like that. You don't have the resources no. to scout like that. So you're not fucking right. shifting like that. Like right. it's not something and- that you could like put build into the lower level of the game you know what i mean yeah dude and the other the other aspect of it is uh like when a lefty hits like a fucking laser line drive into shallow right field and it's just like the second baseman is basically a fourth outfielder and he just catches it when he's fucking 20 feet into the outfields like those are base hits again which is awesome yep that if you hit a ball like that and you can get it up over the infield but keep it in front of the outfield you deserve a base hit there shouldn't be some fucking rover ass softball motherfucker sitting there like, oh, I, I I read some numbers on you, knew where to stand. Like, I'm not playing a specified position because if I was playing second base, I'd be in between first and second, right? Like, I wouldn't be playing shallow right field. Like, you're you're basically a shallow right fielder at that point. And it's like also nobody wants to see all of like in between pitches players running ninety feet back and forth to like you know what I mean? Like that's just not baseball. Um, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of the shift band so far. It's been great. Uh, didn't think I would be a fan of the pitch clock, but like like I said, it hasn't really affected most of what I've seen. Um, I just think I think so far, like baseball's in a really good spot. I think it's going to be really entertaining to watch. Um, yeah, I think a, I think the pitch clock will be better for like novice fans, for casual fans. I think they'll be more into it, right? Um. Because, like, if you are just, like, casually tuning in, like, if I, like, casually tune into, like, a college basketball game or, like, a random NBA game, it's pretty much, like, always going, right? But, like, if you're casually – if I'm casually tuning into a Phil's game, right, like, I I feel like I either, like, don't really watch it because it's not consistent action enough or, like, I just, like, don't stay into it as much all the time, right? It's, like, you got to, like, think about, like, the flow of the game more, and that's way easier to do, I think, when it's, like – it's being sped up, and you know that that next pitch is coming quick. Right. Uh, dude, it's, it's funny you say that. I actually saw a video on Twitter the other day, and it was um, a full half inning with pitch clock versus oh, one yeah, pitch being yeah. thrown. You saw that? Where yeah, it was yeah, like literally one pitch because the guy kept stepping off and all this other shit. Yeah. And it's like a full half inning went by in the matter of time it took him to do that one pitch, which is nice because they have that whole like pickoff move now where you can only throw over twice. And then if you uh, decide to throw it over to a third, like a third time, you have to pick them off or else it's a balk. So like if, you know, I throw over twice and don't get them, dude's going to take a bigger lead because he knows I can't throw over unless he gets me or unless, right. you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm taking the chance on both ends, which is 
entertaining, dude. Like if you throw over there, like you got another. Uh, uh, they're talking on the broadcast today. Like you're gonna see a lot more like throwdowns from the catcher. Like after a pitch, like when the catcher catches a pitch and throws over, like snap throws to first behind the runner to try yeah. and get him. You're gonna see a lot more of that because it doesn't waste a, a throw over to first from the pitcher. So that's gonna be like the new way to pick players off. Like catch them sleeping, snap throw to first or snap throw to third. Especially if you did try to pick him off twice and now he's getting that bigger lead and maybe you right. go home twice and you're like, so now runner's like, all right, like he's not going to come my way. Right. And, you know, if you if you get caught sleeping even for like half a second, pretty hard to get back. JT going to get you. Yeah. Jose Trevino, the platinum glove fucking catcher. Dude, the World Baseball Classic is coming up soon too. That's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Bunch of good players over there, huh? Bunch Playing of good for players. The world. Yeah. That's gonna um, be awesome. I mean, I I haven't watched much, but I mean, I don't. I usually don't during spring training. Phil's been solid. Like, I mean, you know, I don't really worry about the defense. Like, I don't worry about giving up a bunch of runs during spring training. Like, it's a little more yeah, casual. No, not at but all. If, I I really just want to put up runs, and they've been doing that. I when I watch spring training, the only thing I'm really watching for is. Yeah, bats that players take, especially prospects that I'm watching, like Anthony Volpe's at bats and Jason Dominguez at bats. And like, I know players like Judge and Giancarlo and Rizzo are going to come around. Like, they're just getting their reps in, right? So I'm not really like, I mean, it's fun to watch them, but like, I'm definitely more interested in watching like the fringe guys of like who's going to yeah. make the roster, who's going to get cut and all that. Um, and then I really like watching like pitchers and seeing like where they're at or going through their motions and seeing where their velocity's at and if they can locate and. It gets better, like, throughout, like, you know, the second or third week of spring training because, obviously, like, the first go around, like, you know, people are just, like, you know, they're there just to go through the motions and get get yeah. warmed up and get back on the field. But um, maybe I'll start watching. We'll see during the day. Just throw it on one of my screens. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Um, I, the, I forgot what I was going to say. Some probably something about the Phillies, but it's probably dumb anyway. Um. <laughs> Do you have anything else on baseball? Uh, I will next week when we're back. Sounds good to me. Um, oh, this is what I was going to say. Apparently, Alec Bohm put on like 15 pounds and he's looking fucking yoked. And he went, he hit a bomb in the second game. All right. I like Alec Bohm, dude. Me too. I like I him a lot. He, I hope he's really good. I hope Bryson Stott's really good. I hope Trey Turner's really good. And Harper. And Costi. It's, uh, dude. The NL East is going to be a bloodbath this year. It is, dude. And, and like, I feel like I said the same thing last year. And, I mean, it ended up it just, like the, just like the NFC East with the fucking three teams making the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dude, you know, it's like it's funny because I was sitting there watching, uh, I think it was like the second game, the second spring training game the other day. And I'm like, I, like, I don't get excited about, like, the outcomes of spring training games. I could care nah. less. They mean nothing. But uh, Jose Trevino – came up to bat with the bases loaded and first pitch just like absolutely turned on one and crushed it to left field. And I like actually screamed. I was like, let's go. And I was like, dude, it's spring training. What the fuck am I doing? I was just like, that's like natural. I'm just so, I'm just so like excited to see like baseball action in the Yankees where I'm just like, Oh my God, dude. I'm like one of those people that's like screaming at spring training. Mid-season form. God damn dude. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I was thinking last night I was like I got to get my my Yankees TikTok account up and going. Soon yeah, bro, it's the, time to start the, doing it. Yeah, I might as well start now with spring training and give some insights on my thoughts to prospects and stuff. I mean, you can just take you can clip the shit that we talk about here and then put it on your TikTok. 
Yeah. I should do that, honestly. You should. A little pro- promo for the fucking pod, too. Yeah. We should, we should do that. that. Yeah, we should. Um, oh, dude, I just thought about it. You know what we never talked about? What? Champions League. Yeah, we didn't talk about that last week? No, nah, I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm like almost positive we did. Maybe nah, not, I actually. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Um, Do you want to be go through it fast, just in case? Yeah, let's give it a quick little go through. All right, well, just... Uh, I actually didn't even watch the City I game. didn't really... I mean, I only watched the Real. Well, Liverpool we didn't even game. record. I, I was so busy. Yeah. Yeah, didn't watch the City game, but I know they drew 1-1. Uh, round of 16, first leg. So AC Milan beat Tottenham in Milan. And then... Byron beat PSG one nothing. Benfica beat Club Bruges two nil. We talked about that game. I feel like we like. Didn't we say like that could be like a randomly good game or something? Yeah. Um, and then Dortmund beat Chelsea one nil. And then last week we had Real Madrid with the fucking five unanswered to beat Liverpool five. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. That was a fun game. I wish that Liverpool could have got like one more when it was like three two or four three. Make the second leg a little more close. Five three. Yeah. Not even just make that game more exciting. Um, Napoli beats Frankfurt two nil. Man City draw with uh, Leipzig one one in Leipzig, and then Inter beat Porto one nil. Ooh, second round, second leg of these matchups should be pretty entertaining for the most part. Yeah, Chelsea Dortmund's only one. City and Leipzig are tied. Yep, that'll be good stuff. So next week, next Tuesday and Wednesday, we got Benfica Club Bruges, Chelsea Dortmund, Tottenham Milan, and Bayern and PSG. And those are all one nothing except for Benfica. They got a two goal lead on Club Bruges. And home and away goals don't matter anymore. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that the other day. How like we used to have to worry about like how many away goals we had. Right. I wish they did because the city are fucking tied one one. Right. Like, they, the, they could use yeah. They that could away use goal the advantage. away goal advantage. Yeah. I love Champions League, dude. There's nothing like it. Nah, there's not. It's special. It really is. Um, it's like, I feel like when the, the knockout rounds of Champions League starts, it's like it kind of kickstarts my whole year of like, you can start looking forward to like warmer weather and like baseball seasons right around the corner and NBA is like coming to like, they're closing out a little bit. Yeah. Same with the NHL. Yeah. Dude, the NHL is entertaining, dude. I fucking love hockey. I need to, I say every year that I'm going to like be more into it, but I just never am. That's all right, dude. I need to follow like that winter sport outside of football. I mean, I follow, I follow, definitely followed basketball a little bit more this year than I usually always have, which has been fun. But I really, it's just like I don't know. I can't find the passion I have outside of like like football is next to MLB. Where like I'll sit down, I'll watch. I mean, it's easy to watch because it's once a week basically for the Eagles. But like, yeah. 
NBA dude, like I just like all right, like I'll follow the Knicks, I'll watch random games every now and then. Like if it's a, if it's like a Sixers Knicks or like Knicks Lakers or like a good game, but if it's like Knicks fucking Timberwolves or like Knicks like Pacers or some shit like that, like I'm not gonna sit, I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it unless I'm like have nothing else to do. Yeah, but like I'm like that until the playoffs. Like once the playoffs come around, like I'll sit down and watch like most of the same playoff same games, same like, Knicks games. But like I want to find that like all right. I want to find that passion to sit down and like, I mean, I know the team pretty well, but like, I like, I want to know like the ins and outs, like look same way I do with baseball and football. Yeah. I just can't find like the passion to do that for hockey or, or basketball. No, nah, me either. I really can't. I don't have the passion to do it for much other than the Eagles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, like you're pretty, you're pretty intertwined with the Phils though. Yeah, a little bit with the Phils. Not really outside of baseball season, though. Only, like, in-season. Yeah. Baseball um, off-season just feels so fucking long, though. That, that was probably it's why. It's the shortest, though. That's the thing. I, I know, but why does it feel so long? Because you love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, like, I'd say the Sixers probably are, like, the one the team that I watched the second most. Um, No, I probably watched the Phils more. But that's just, just because there's easy. more games, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's easier to just like put it on during work. Like there's afternoon games, you know what I mean? And I go yeah. to way more baseball games. I go to yeah. the most baseball going, games. Actually. Going to a baseball game is the best, like out yeah. of all. Yeah. I mean, I've I've only been to one Eagles game, but like going to a baseball game it kind of makes it like a whole day. Like you you know what you're going there for. Like there's like the night game, like the Mets Yankees game we went to over the summer, dude. Like it's like going to be a core memory for me, and it was just a regular season Mets Yankees game. That yeah, we went that was to. a good time. That was a good ass time. I really like fact, all I the fucking games. It doesn't matter what time it is. Not for me, night games are my favorite. I like a good afternoon game, but night games are just like so much more lit, in my opinion. Like a I nice think I like eight o'clock the 4 summer PM more than a one p.m. Yeah, later in the day, games are are usually like my favorite because it gives you like a, a whole day like to look forward to the game. Like you go out and drink a little bit before like one o'clock. It's yeah, like, the whole day is pretty much dedicated there. to that game. Right, right. You're like, oh, like I got this game tonight. Let's go. Like that's how it is as soon as you wake up. Yeah, one o'clock. It's like you wake up, you have a few hours to like get ready for the game, and then you get home, and it's like five o'clock, and it's like, damn, I still have like my whole night. You know what I mean? See, but for Eagles, I love the one o'clock. Hit me with a yeah. one o'clock game all the time for going to Eagles games. Cause wake up and it's like you don't you don't fuck around. You wake up and you leave the house and you go tailgate for two or three hours. And then you go into the stadium with a good buzz, you get rowdy, you have a great time, and then you get home and it's five or five thirty. Yeah, that's nice. And, and you're, you're like, like word now. Especially I'm gonna, on a I'm Sunday too. These, right. You're like, all right, now I'm hammered. I'm gonna throw on these fucking evening or afternoon games, right? And then I'm gonna smoke have something for dinner and I'm going to be sleeping before the night game even comes on. And I'm going to be like, probably like slightly hungover, but mostly refreshed by the next day because I went to bed early. Right. Yeah, that's true. Football season just does slap like in that aspect. Cause it's like obviously the middle of winter and you're like nice and cozy at home. You throw the games on like nothing yeah. better than like drinking all day for Sunday, Sunday football. And then like throwing the night game on and knowing like, especially if it's not like an Eagles game or a game that you care about, I know I'm getting a nice little power nap in between like quarters or like every now and then. Like I don't care about watching the full game. I'll fall yeah. asleep like on the couch and then I'll wake up. And be like, I All right, rarely let's... watch a full primetime game if it's not the Eagles. Yeah, I I usually do if it's like a really good game. 
Like if the game's like, even if it's not a great matchup, but if the game itself, if it's is a good, good game, if it's a good game, then I'll stay up. But if it's not a good game, if I'm not like enjoying watching it, which I'm usually not, then I'm like, all right, halftime sounds like a good time to go to bed. Yeah, facts. And I like to have good Mondays, dude. Good Mondays are important, I think. Um, yeah, I need to get better at that, dude. Because my Mondays are not my most productive. That's why I like to have chill Sundays if I can. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny you say this. So, like, I think it was Monday night. Went to bed the earliest I've been to bed in probably since before college, dude. Like, I was asleep by like nine o'clock for the oh. night. Yeah, that's the earliest I've been, and I still Pretty woke nueve. up. I woke up at eight, which is the normal time I wake up every morning for work because it gives mm-hmm. me a half an hour to wake up and brush my teeth and get ready for the day and get online and stuff. And I'm still like dead fucking tired, dude. I don't know how to fix it. Like I can't turn myself into a morning person unless I have a tea time in the morning. That's the only, that's the only way to get me out of bed, like fully energized and ready to go is if I know I'm playing get golf a tea time every day. I wish I could. That's the end goal. But if I could wake up knowing I'm about to play golf, dude, <clears> it's, I will never sleep yeah. in another day as long as I, I never want to get up in the morning to go to the gym. But, like, what do you tell yourself to actually just, like, make the movement to get up and out of bed? I, so, I don't like going to the gym in the evening because I I like to have more time. Like, I like for 5 o'clock to roll around. I like to fucking be like, all right, I'm done. Now I'm going to, like, make dinner, eat dinner. Maybe I'll, I'll fucking do something semi-productive around the house. Right, and then I'm in bed by eight thirty, nine o'clock, reading a book. Right, doesn't really work that well. Like I just feel so rushed if I go to the gym after work at night. So that's yeah. my thing. Is I'm like I set my alarm for six, my alarm goes off, and I'm like, I really don't want to feel like going to the gym right now. And also, here's the other thing: when I do wake up and go to the gym in the morning, I have more. You know energy you're gonna feel better throughout yeah. the day. Like I, I feel better and I have more energy throughout the day. If I don't go to the gym, then I'll end up sleeping in. Like. And then I just go to work tired and I'm always, I'm just tired all day. Yeah, I feel that, dude. I, uh, well, I mean, I've never, my entire life, I've always never been a morning person. Like, it's the hardest thing in my life consistently has been waking up and like starting my morning. Like, unless I, like, for work, I can wake up, but it's like, I'm never like happy to get up and wake up. You know what I mean? We got a doctor's appointment in the morning to go see the baby. And I'm like, fuck. It's at 7 a.m. We got to leave by 6.30. I'm like, Oh, that's tough. That's tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, man. It's a good thing thing we weren't uh, pounding beers on tonight's episode, huh? Yeah, that wasn't going to happen regardless. I thought about it. I was in the bodega today getting a coffee, and I was like, I walked past a four-pack of Dreamy Eyes, and I was like, oh, it's pod night. And I was like, nah, I'll reserve myself. Yeah, you can't do it all the time because then it's not special. Right, right. But on the other hand, just like how many times am I going to be able to have dreamy eyes like in the bodega? Ooh, that's a good point. I might, you know what I mean? Like I might walk that's in a good tomorrow. Point. Sometimes it's not there. And one day you're not going to live there and you're going to be like, damn, I should have drank more dreamy Dude, eyes. <laughs> I thought of that. I was like, bro, when we eventually don't live in Wilmington anymore, like my favorite beer of all time is not going to be, be like no accessible more. to me. Like I'm not going to have this. This isn't something I can just go to food line or go to the fucking store and like pick up i wonder if i can order it online and just have it like shipped to my house i don't think so i tried it damn that's depressing news yeah 
That's why I told you <laughs> to, to shit me some. <laughs> I said, no, you got to come hang out for that that sort of treatment. Um, are you still coming down a day early for the before the bachelor party? No, nah, probably not. No? Nah. What time are you leaving for? Because I took, I today I put in my uh, PTO, so I took off Thursday and Friday. So I might leave. I took like, off Thursday early. too. You did? Yeah. We're we're going there Thursday. We start Thursday night, I think. Right. Well, so like what time are you, how long is the drive? You said it's like 11 hours. So, yeah, 11 hours. We can check in at three. So It's like I'll a five leave. hour, it's like a five hour drive for me. So I'll, I'll probably, probably leave at like leave. 10. I'll probably leave at like five or four. That's what I'm okay. thinking. Yeah, that um, makes sense. Unless Andy decides that he wants to ride with me and then it's gonna add like an hour or maybe two. I uh I talked to him last night, actually we were playing Fortnite and he was like, Hey, you ready? And I was like, I knew exactly what he was talking about. I was like, Of course I'm fucking ready, dude. It's like we're gonna have all the boys out and fucking um savannah georgia for our one of our best friends fucking bachelor parties during st patty's dude like it's gonna be fucking great ass time let's go did you know did he tell you any of his ideas he was telling me like uh he so there's this trend on tiktok where like if you're if like all the boys are going out for like a bachelor party or birthday or something like everybody buys somebody else's shirt yeah like a like a a wonky shirt we should do that dude that would be mad fun i'd be down with that it was and his, the other one was he was like dude i know it's like usually pretty hard to get tickets but like going to like a savannah savannah bananas game um like during the day one of the days would be kind of fun i'm like dude that would be pretty fucking sick to just go see like the savannah bananas and get lit and then go out that night yeah he, he i remember him mentioning before he wanted to golf when he wanted to do a brewery tour if possible so i mean yeah. obviously we're not gonna have time or money to do all that shit Right, but we'll see. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna be able to. I don't know who's gonna have clubs. I know Jordan's bringing his. I'm bringing mine. You're bringing yours. I assume Emery will bring his. Jake, Jake will definitely bring his. Andy, if he drives. Andy said he's bringing his. Word up. Um, who else is there? <clears throat> A couple kids. I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, maybe we just shoot it in the group chat. Yeah. Like yo, is it who's is everybody who's not bringing their clubs? Yeah, because I mean, if then at that point we can just have like if we really want to golf, we can just have people share clubs. That's true. That's big true. It's gonna be fun, dude. I'm excited. And I think we're gonna have like seven or eight of us, right? So that's perfect. Yeah, two foursomes. Perfect. Fire me it's gonna up. be a good time, baby. It's gonna be a good ass time. Um, but that I mean, but it might be expensive if we were like, all right, let's do fucking a tea time in the morning and then a Savannah banana game and then go out. Like, and I'm gonna be fucking exhausted. That just seems like everyone's yeah. gonna be tired. Yeah. And knowing like our group of friends, we're just gonna be like drinking on the golf course, get back, and it's gonna like it's gonna take a little we're gonna have to put a little pep in our step if we wanna go out that night, which Yeah. Obviously, which we're I mean here's do. the thing. I would be down to do like all right, here's the thing. Maybe we go off Saturday because probably 
Well, there's two things. Either Thursday, Thursday night, night, I feel like we're going to want to go out. Like Right. Everyone's going to be getting down there, right? Like, first night, everyone's going to be so hungover. Think about Jake's. We were supposed to go out on a boat that day. And <laughs> yeah. even if it didn't, like, it stormed and got canceled. And even if it didn't, people were so banged up that they were like, we need to cancel because, like, we are going to fucking just be throwing up and throwing up the entire time. Yeah, dude. Right? Yeah. So we went to Wild Wing Cafe instead. So I'm thinking maybe <laughs> we Jake don't... was still throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So maybe we don't line up a tea time for Friday morning. Yeah, and we kind of just play right? play it by year. Yeah, yeah. I'd so we down. could we could go like brewery hop Saturday or Friday, right? And then have like a chiller night, like drink throughout the day, and then chill night, and then tea time Saturday morning, and then probably either pass Pardon. out for a little bit and then go out at night Saturday night, or like just drink more and keep it going. Keep it going, yeah, and then probably go to bed earlier. Which I see, I would be down with that, right? Go to bed at like yeah, you got a long drive Sunday. I got a long drive Sunday, so I would be so down to do like go golf, and then after golf, go like downtown Savannah and go out like bar hopping for a bit, and then back home by like just eight home. or nine. Yeah, and like if we had an early tea time, like eight or nine, it's like a long, that's a twelve hour day. If yeah, we nine nine o'clock. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be banged up for sure for that ride home. But um, yeah, yeah. Either way, I'm excited, dude. I'm uh, I'm glad we're doing something like different and not just like the typical Myrtle Beach es- escapade where we've already done everything possible there three times over. Yep, yep. Like, we're gonna we're we're gonna make memories that we always remember, dude. And it's gonna be like, hey, remember the time? Right, we went these to ones are gonna be Emory's different memories. Party? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yep. All the Myrtle memories, they kind of blend together. Like, I mean, I still got Jake's pretty good. Actually, yeah, I got I got a lot of the, I got a lot of the Myrtle memories, like pretty like, good, pretty good. But they yeah. all kind of blend together. Still, so they're all right. still Myrtle memories. Right. Facts. I think my Plus memory's got, better than I gave her credit for. Mine um, is definitely. Mine's definitely as, bad. Yeah, mine's not as good as it used to be, but I, it's not because I I just mine can't remember as good shit. As I feel like I have. Was. <laughs> you remember that song? Fuck yeah, brother! <laughs> um, uh, see, like dude, I forgot I, what I was gonna say already. <laughs> I, uh, me and Lex were in the car, and um, have you ever heard the song "The Good Stuff"? It's a country song. Uh, the only uh, the song that I know is "The White Stuff" by Weird Al Yankovic, and he's singing about the white stuff in the middle of an Oreo. No, that's not. I that's love not, the white about. stuff. Baby, in the middle of an Oreo, the white stuff. You don't know that song? No, I don't know that one. <laughs> you don't know the good stuff? <laughs> yeah, no, man, it's... that's the good stuff. Oh, dude, nope. great song. Absolute banger. And like, okay, I know you don't like country music, but just just listen to the words and ignore everything else. Turn the rest of it off and just listen to the words. <laughs> they got then, acapella? <laughs> nah, nah, it ain't gonna be like that. But it's it's good. Like the the story of the song is really it's like it's really beautiful. It's and the good it's stuff, like, dude. It makes me cry, and <laughs> not every time, but like it did this time. And I was like, I I said that it made me cry, and she was like, oh, I wasn't even really listening. So now we gotta run it back. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you said I was crying. You said fuck you. Let's do it again. <laughs> Isn't it so funny when, like, I don't know if this, like, happens to you, but, like, you'll be in the car with somebody you're, like, listening or watching to something, and, like, what you're taking in, like, hits you really hard, 
yeah. but then the other person is just like in one ear out the other and you're just like having yep. this moment and you look over yeah. at them or like they're just like yeah. not even in the moment <laughs> yep when uh we were going to do something for the baby this song came on and it was all about like this guy who wants a football player like he wants his son to be like a football player and all that stuff and then it comes out and it's a girl and it's like she's his whole world and everything and i was like oh like we're gonna have a girl like that's dope my boy aj was like nah dude that's just how the radio works brother (laughs) 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 they play your random songs (laughs) Uh, it's not the universe telling you something it's just the guy on the radio (laughs) hey sometimes Um, it do be like that though and that shit that shit hit me deep i was like kind of convinced it was a girl um and then there's another time we were in when I was in LA for the first time, we were driving to Malibu Beach and no 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 Manhattan Beach. And uh we're like on the way out there and we're riding in the car with the windows down, dude. It's fucking beautiful, the sun's starting to set. And I was just like, Man, dude, all these people are like doing this like because I'm here and like they want to spend their time with me while I'm here and like show me a good time and stuff like that. And I was like, and it's just beautiful out and the music's nice and I'm freshly baked. I'm like, this is fucking money. <laughs> freshly dude. baked like a pie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I def- I've definitely had And those I think moments. everybody else was just driving to the beach. <laughs> it kind of dude, but but it, it kind of like it goes back to that video of Bob Marley you sent me today where he's like, nah man, like like the herb like it makes your you eyes and makes you aware and meditate and like aware of the system around you and that's basically what you just described yeah like it, it makes you aware of life not just like going through the motions of living yeah 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 wow that was deep yeah <laughs> yeah the whole thing about like it makes you enjoy life instead of just going through the motions going through of the living. motions of living Wow. That's a banger quote, dude. I'm proud That's of that a one. Banger, dude. You need to get a fucking mean picture and fucking put that quote with it, put it up on that Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hey, the 420 memes will steal that shit and post it on Instagram. Hits blunt. <laughs> it's blunt. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, though, that'd be the caption. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what you have to do to realize that. Oh man. Um, you want to talk about the birds in the NFL? Yeah, what do we got? Carson Wentz got released. <laughs> yeah, <it's out laughs> all, the, uh, all the memes of him, like where it's like uh, the yearly Carson Wentz, like traveling to another team or something, just to destroy the organization from within. Have you seen those? Nah. Oh, dude, they've been so good. <laughs> it's I just like there's it. this one. It's like. Carson Wentz showing up to the like his new team every year, and it's just like this video of a guy like rolling up in a limo, and like the window slowly rolls down. And it's just like, "Hello, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the guy where it's like the the Reaper that kills motherfuckers. It's like yeah, yeah, at the, door the Grim Reaper. Every, yeah, the Grim Reaper. It's like <laughs> he's like like it'll be like the Eagles, and they're going through like teams where it's like every team yeah. they play had like an ex player on it or whatever. Yeah. Um, I can see having one with Carson Wentz just at the different Carson, franchises Carson that he fucked over. Eagles, Colts, Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, the commanders, dude, you can't oh, say whoa, that wait, anymore. Dude, I'm sorry. Um, I'd like to formally apologize to everybody. They know I'm a man of faith in God, and there's a three, there's a drive to deep left field. <laughs> <my nigga. laughs> Cassie boy, let's go. And that'll be a home run. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a two-run shot. <laughs> uh but yeah, um, so Wentz is gone. 
Once is gone. We got a new offensive coordinator, didn't we? Yeah. So awesome story. His name's Brian Johnson. He met Jalen Hurts when Hurts was four years old. Brian Johnson played under Hurts's dad, um, and then Brian tried to recruit Hurts to I think they said like Mississippi State and Florida. I think he was like the OC at Florida for a while, um, and he tried to recruit him there pretty heavy. And then when Jalen came to the Birds, Brian left Florida and like could have went somewhere in the college, probably as a head coach or like just another OC job. But he took less money, came to the Birds as a QB coach. And now he's the OC. Now he's the OC. Yeah. That's dope. So that's a very smart move on the Eagles part. I think somebody who like knows Jalen Hurts' talents and like the way he works as a player and the quarterback, like very well. And you're kind of like, then you mold that with like what Nick Sirianni wants to do, you know? So it's like his mentality and like, but like with kind of that expert, that expert coach that knows what the quarterback is can do and wants to do you know what i mean right right um no defensive coordinator yet yes we do uh what's his name i i just i was looking up the the tweet earlier i was like i'm pretty sure we saw we signed this guy yeah sean desai what's his story Um, he is so two years ago he was the bears defensive coordinator um and they were fucking booty cheeks like that like their personnel booty cheeks fifth in the league so like he had he did Got very well system. with shit teams, and then he was with the Seahawks last year. Okay, I don't know. They were okay. I feel like I feel like they didn't do a great I mean, job defensively. I mean, but everybody it, really likes the hire. Everyone like really liked the hire. Yeah, and the Eagles' defense just like historically will always be pretty good. So I'm not the personnel's like, too good for it not to be. Yeah. Yo, did you see what CJ Garner Johnson tweeted? Yeah, I did. <laughs> so for those of you it's at like home. Um, there was this tweet and it was like a video of Jonathan Gannon, the ex, the Eagles ex defensive coordinator, who's now the head coach of the Cardinals. And, um, it was like Jonathan Gannon explaining like what happened, like in the, against in the Super Bowl, like how they fucking blew a 10 point lead in a half and didn't make one single stop in the half and lost by three. Um, and CJ Garner Johnson quote tweeted and said, basically said like, cause he ain't put he, us in the position to make but- plays. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was, dude. Like every time you saw like the Chiefs make a motion or any sort of movement at the line, it the Chiefs' motion like... was good because that's how that's yeah. how they create mismatches, right? Like on the two, uh, like kind of like motions, and then they were like out into the flat, the two, the the Sky Moore and the Tony touchdown. Like they're just like moving them, so now you get a linebacker on them who was standing still, and they they just like can't keep up, and they can't they can't pass it as fast as one fast man can run right right and that's what led to those two wide open yeah. fucking touchdowns and you, and you leave the other side either bare or you motion some like have one guy over there and then they'll leave like their outside linebacker on them you motion him across motion the fast guy the other way you know what i mean and then it's like right. you're taking that guy that was the outside guy bringing him across and now you're making somebody else go the other way maybe they get a little bumpage action in there you know what i mean yep and it's fucking Sky Moore and Tony, the two fastest fucking guys on the team. Like on the field. Yeah. 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 Uh man, that's that one, that Super Bowl loss is gonna hurt me for a while, dude. I'm I'm still not like yeah. fully over it. Like every like day how, since then. How I, good Jalen was, dude, and like, oh, bro, dude. if we just like Think about how good we would feel too, like sitting here now on the podcast, like if we had won that game. Dude, it hurts bad. This is the yeah. worst it's hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
Like if we lost uh, against the Pats in 2018, it would have been like okay, like we were. Nah. Uh, you know what I mean? It would have. Nah. It wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt this bad. I don't think. Because it's like, dude, we had Nick Foles, and it's like, all right, we were clear underdogs, but like this year, we weren't the underdogs. No, like, we were the favorite. We were the favorites. Like we played a good game, like against. I mean, dude, we lost three games all year. It's like we're meant to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And those like, those three games that we lost, only one of them, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts was wasn't playing. Of. Yeah, and it was arguably lost on a missed face mask call against the Commanders. And like the a, 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 it, oh oh oh, I no, thought when you we meant lost, the Super Bowl game. No, yeah, when we on the holding call. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know if I don't know if we talked about it, but the left tackle who was on Josh Sweat had mean hands to the face, right to his oh, face, yeah. turned his oh. whole face across. Why didn't you call that one? But right. you called the hold on on the pass. The because fucking, the hands to the face occurred first. You should have called that because the hold that was called can be or called on every single offsetting. fucking play in football. It wasn't dude. even. Yeah, that's true. And this game, you could, dude, you getting fucking smoked in the face again. Your whole face mask turned to the side. That's not normal. Right. But you know, you get like your fingers like around somebody, barely touching them, and then that's a hold. Oh, yeah, it's God, just it's, annoying. Be- oh, it's dude. just annoying, and then like the whole Roger Goodell thing, like, yeah. And you just know that you know that the leagues want certain franchises to win. Like, I mean, it's dude, in Patrick the NFL's Mahomes. best interest for Patrick for Patrick Mahomes to be a stud for the Chiefs to maybe start a little dynasty here, like. Because he's making five hundred million dollars, half a billion dollars, dude. Like he's yeah. their investment. He's gonna be protected, and he's gonna make. They're gonna make him look to be, like, that investment. Like they're that. It's gonna be worth it to make that investment. Like so, they're gonna do their best to make it that way. And that's yeah. not like that's not even us being on some like NFL's raid conspiracy shit. That's just like good business. I mean, but to be clear, that's what I'm on. Like, yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. maybe not rigged, but certainly influenced. Yeah. It's not just players and coaches. Like the NFL has their hand in who they want to win, and it like oh, it's definitely know. it's the referees officials definitely are definitely have a influence, big, and yeah. they have they play a part in the game, and that's you know is because of the league. The league tells so them to look at certain things, call certain things certain ways. Like they influence it in that way. There needs to be ways that robots can just make all of the officiating calls. You need to give the fucking. The, you need to make it so that it's a third party referee. Yeah, I, the, the fact that not that's not refs been are done employees already. of the NFL. Like, how yeah. is it that the refs are the employees? That's how it is in every league. Like, how do you not have a third party? Like, we're the best refing agency in the world. We have professional NFL refs or football Screferees. refs. Right, that's what they do. We have or we have professional basketball refs. That's what they do. And they get hired out to fucking college games. They get hired out for fucking. NBA games, you know what I mean? Like right. they have their own ranks and shit, but everybody has to hire them. You can't own your fucking. You can't be the ones paying the rest. Right. We should start that. We should start a, a like a a, a ref riot. Even, yeah. <laughs> Let's start a riot. My boy TK is a ref. I'm down it. I'm down with it. Yeah, dude. I mean, just start an organization that like has professional referees that you pay. Mark Cuban will get in on it. He should do that. Why does we should pitch this to Mark Cuban? Let's go on Shark Tank. Like, hey, we don't yeah. have any product here, but Mark, sit down. <laughs> we do, we well, just want to speak to Mark. <laughs> we do we do have a product, but we just 
don't physically like you know it's ref. We have an we idea. We don't know. We only know one ref, and he only does high school ball. <laughs> yeah, we should patent this idea and then sell it to Mark Cuban and then let him take the reins. I don't know if can you patent an idea. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I don't think you can patent an idea. I think you have to fucking create it. All right, well, we'll create it on paper. We'll write it all down. Patent that. Well. We'll get we'll we'll do enough to get the patent for it to where we don't have to do all of it, and then we can just sell it to Mark Cuban for like five hundred mil. I'd be down. He might not pay five hundred mil though. There's literally nothing there. Like there's no there's no uh, evidence of it being of it working there. Yeah, but like we'll we'll persuade him. Maybe we could work within it. Maybe we could work on it. I don't want to do that. I just want to sell my ID and get paid. What if uh, he was like, <laughs> all right, I'm going to give you each 200 grand a year. It's like salary, right? And you have to create the league. I'd probably do that. Or create the refs. He's like, oh, like. <laughs> we have, have to create the refs like they're in <laughs> yeah, NBA 2K. Yeah, 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 yeah. Customize the refs. <laughs> I feel like I mean, that wouldn't be too hard. It would be like live for refs. <laughs> yeah, essentially. But it would be owned by Mark Cuban. <laughs> would it, I wonder if that would like... No, I mean, because the NBA has their own refs. So like if Mark Cuban was providing the refs, that probably wouldn't like interfere with his ownership of the Mavs in any way. At least no, I it probably think. would. If he uh, if he was like the head of the refing association and he also owned a professional team, yeah, that's definitely like a conflict of interest. All right, let's. So then we'll just do it and we'll name it Screferies Incorporated. Okay. Well, we're gonna need some help with the connections, I think. Yeah, for sure. But and finding we refs, got, we just gotta hope that our listeners don't take this idea. But like, how do you even contact refs? The only one that I know is Tim Donaghy. He's not even a ref anymore. I feel like there's got to be like a organization or like a. Um... Could I get my refing certification and then I'll be like allowed to join some kind of fucking become server? Become a referee yourself and then start it? <laughs> yeah. I can just get access to the people, right? Like, if I could become part of, like, a referee's, like, association, I could become part of the people and then get a message out to them. Yeah, I think that's the route we got to take. And then say, look, Screferees, fellow Screferees. Fellow Screferees. I won with you. (laughs) Let's uh, let's get this third-party bullshit going so that we can unrig all sports leagues. And then I'll become a football ref, and then I'll become a soccer ref, and then I'll become an umpire. I would want to be an umpire for sure. Nah, fuck that, dude. They get the worst shit. I feel like. Because in NFL refs, yeah. you can make calls and you might get yelled at by the head coach. But, like, in MLB, if you make a bad call, like, if you call a ball a strike, they're, like, fucking screaming in your face and slamming shit down. And then the manager's coming out. But you do get to throw people out. So that'd be kind of fun. You get to throw people out. You get to eject people, but not just, like, for being dickheads in football. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, baseball, you can pretty much eject someone for doing nothing. I've seen it happen. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, in football, like, you can, but it's harder. You got to, like, call them for penalties and stuff like that to get them out of games. Yeah. But you can make it happen. You, you can't just be like, hey, 22. Yeah, you. <laughs> Yeah, you can't just be like, hey, I didn't like that word that you said to me, so you're gone. <laughs> I didn't like that tone, mister. 
Hit the showers. Make sure you get all your crevices. Because you stink. Just be like, all right, dude. That's fine with me. Get out of here early, <laughs> injury free. <laughs> yeah. Getting paid. Get right. the showers and play some Fortnite in the clubhouse, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, we, yeah it's a home game. I'm chilling. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I'll leave before coach comes in. <laughs> Don't get <laughs> so, yelled at. <laughs> save myself a fucking Reeman. <laughs> There's a dope sushi spot down the block. I'm going to hit that before I go back to my hotel room. I'm having myself a night. You? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and you already kicked me out, so I can say what I want. Yeah. What, are you going to find me? Probably. I might. (laughs) (laughs) Now you want to get out of here? Yeah, what are we at? Uh, Well over seven. Well, not well over, but we're over two hours. Let's get the fuck out of here. We'll be back next week with some more bullshit. This is a good episode. We got some deep talks, dude. We got some fucking funny guys. Got all kinds of stuff. Got all kinds of talks. Got all kinds of stuff. That should be the name of the episode. All kinds of talks. That's probably what it's going to be. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. <laughs> um, go birds. And enjoy your weekends. Make somebody smile. Um, also, I got to say, Dylan was uh, pretty upset with us last week because he told us, he said, Kenny didn't tell us to kiss our neighbor. And that upset me. So if you want to take that risk and smooch your neighbor, I'm not saying to do it, but I'm saying you have free will. Yeah. If, if you feel like kissing your neighbor, go ahead. Just, you I'm not gonna sure kiss my okay neighbor, so it. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm comfortable sounding that anymore because I'm not doing that. You know, I'm yeah. not even walking to walk. For sure. You can't be out here talking to talk. <laughs> but make somebody smile and kiss somebody. Kiss somebody, anybody, dude. Even if they're somebody that, you know, isn't your neighbor. Maybe they're like your your parent or your roommate or your significant other. Just make sure it's somebody and not something. Or Waldo. I'm sure he would love a kiss. Waldo could use some smooches, I feel like. He always he's always down for some smooching. All right, well, here's two for you.